Pat Hootley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, This is Rocky Patel. This is Alma the Song. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This is the Cigar Authority. The authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. In. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You're you're, you're funny. David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown, I amuse you? What the f*** is so funny about me? Tell me. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it, who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. Very stunned. Son of a bitty, son of a bitty, son of a bitty, gun. <laughs> you thought I was going to say son of a bitch, didn't you? <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old, and I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light them up. <laughs> it's time for the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, September 20, 2014, broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. And today, for the first time, we have armed our customers here with swords. We are hosting the Swords and Cigars event here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. And the authority... The Cigar Authority will begin the blind taste test. Just under 500 participants will be smoking along with us as we determine, with no preconceptions at all and without the band on it, which is the best cigar. It should be interesting. Maybe not. I hope so. But we're going to try to find out which is better. That's the idea of this. We have news from the asylum. Old Fart Freddy in the aging room. Gentleman Chuck Morrison is here with us. He'll get Debonair and lots more. Welcome, everybody. To the Cigar Authority. That's right. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. This week, the Worldwide Ninja Headquarters. It is. It's Two Guys Smoke Shop, Seabrook, New Hampshire. We are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist and demand that you light up along with us. Why? Because we actually smoke on the show. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time, simply find us on YouTube or iTunes where you can set it or and forget it on both. We are, Hi-ya. <laughs> we are a circus here. <laughs> and to think that look, you... Look at Nate. This, he, he, you come into a store and, and he, he... And there's a ninja. That's awesome. I mean, complete. He's, he's a got legit everything that's ninja. legitimate. 
And Adam's coming back after hosing himself off, and he goes back in the full gob. And <laughs> <laughs> it's hot. Uh, speaking of hot today. Take your pants off. This Tuesday will be the first day of autumn, fall here in New Hampshire. We're already feeling the chill. It feels it was, more like winter. It, yes, it was in the 40s. How you doing? It was in the 40s uh, this morning when I woke up, but it's starting to warm off. But uh, these guys are dressed up in costume because it's 45 days away from Halloween, so you might as well start dressing might up. Might as well start now. Mr. Jonathan's, uh, I, I thought it was odd how you dress, but then you come in and these guys got to overdo it. Yeah, they went above and beyond. As, as they normally so do. So it, it's interesting how into the event you are because it really took some convincing. I mean, I was like, listen, you do wild and crazy events all the time. It's zing. It's kind of got the Asian appeal. It's like Chinese food. And you were like, let's order Chinese food and give that away. That's I'm like, what I'm talking about. Let's try Ninja Swords and see what happens. It's never been done before. I did have to do a little research on the legality of giving away swords. <laughs> New Hampshire. No problem. No problem. Live free or die. You can walk around. In fact, Adam is walking around with a legit sharpened sword. No issue. Listen, we gave away a gun before, if you recall. Yes. No way. That was, yes, under, the, that was under the supervision of the one and only Paul Beasley, yes. which he would know the letter of the law. Yeah. So he would only do it. Notice then. Paul's not here. So, <laughs> so we're not going to smoke uh, the Zing cigar today because we have to do this blind taste test. I'm smoking it right now. Uh, but maybe Barry can tell us a little about Zing. And, uh, I thought that was coming later oh, on we in can, the we show. Can it, we can do it later. We can do it later. You want to just light up the cigar? What I want to do is take my band off. I've been smoking Zing. And um, Zing is a cigar that actually tells, like a fortune cookie. Yes, it does. It will tell you the um, your um, fortune. You take the band off, and then instead of taking the, you already see, see what you have. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna read mine. You take the band off, and behind the band is, I believe it was 140 different fortunes. Listen, I mean, I invented the cigar years ago, so uh, I don't want to let you think that. Uh, some other nut would do such a crazy thing, but it was me. I thought it was a cool idea, and I'm honestly into Chinese food. So, And who Deep. doesn't have a smile at the end when the fortune cookies come out, right? Deep into Chinese food. So mine says, men who run in front of car get tired. In bed. <laughs> yeah. In bed. Yeah, in bed. They, they get everything. Bed. <laughs> <laughs> so it, says, it, uh, it says in the back of mine. He who go to bed with itchy bum wake up with smelly finger. Does it say that? Domo arigato. Does it say that one? I know I just put that on Facebook, but really? Yes, you got it. Beautiful. Okay, so... Uh, All right, he's ready for you this. Want, you want a little information All on right, the Zing Cigar? All right, tell us a little about the Zing Cigar. All right, it's made by third-generation cigar business owners, the Rico family, which began making cigars in the 1920s. Are they the mafia? Could they, that mafia does not exist. Okay, right. It's of your imagination. That's yeah. true. Today, their factory sits in Don Lee, Honduras, where it has been since 1998, and they currently hold the world record for the largest cigar ever made. Yes, they do. Zing was inspired by David Garofalo, owner of Two Guys Smoke Shop, with three locations in New Hampshire, and his love of Chinese food. Yeah, you worked the commercial in there. Nice. Yes. Nice. Especially the fortune cookie. Well played. The cigars replicate the fortune under each band, as we just discussed, and they feature an oily-looking Maduro wrapper. With notes of the floral, much like the tea served at your favorite Chinese restaurant. The slow-burning zing is mild to medium and burns exceptionally well. Its floral notes and sweetness only have one floor, 
And that is 20 minutes later, you want another. Absolutely. I could go for another one right now. I just finished mine, smoked it down to the nub. We used to put a commercial before we had advertisers. We used to throw a commercial yeah. for this. Do you remember? I do. We, yeah, yeah. And they're Chuck, available also. Remember that was great. Yeah. <laughs> they're think, also available at twoguyscigars.com. Maybe some show we, we bring back yeah. old commercials yeah. and stuff like that, right? I think when we make the new commercials, yeah. we need to record the recording of the commercials. Yes, because there was gold. Man. That that is a show upon itself. It is so a show. We just open a six pack, record some commercials. <laughs> I don't even think we need the six pack. No, we don't. We don't. <laughs> so, I probably needed to stop stuttering. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. It's part of the charm of of what this is. <laughs> you, uh, we got the Porky Pig going at the beginning of the show, and that's what it is. So, uh, what are you taking? What are you taking? Taking my notes o- over here. I don't want that. Okay, so we have the blind taste test. This is the blind taste test 2014. Uh, a little shy. I was hoping to sell out, but a little shy of 500 participants. Thank you all, uh, um, listeners of the Cigar Authority, for uh, for the first time uh, we asking you to buy anything, jumping in on this uh, $99 purchase. I know 100 bucks is a lot, of, lot, but at the end of it, you're going to find that you got a great value. I, I concur. All we know of so far is the eight cigars that we have in front of us and the value of what that is, what the uh, next round, which will be four cigars, and the following round, which will be two cigars, will be determined depending on which one wins. So today we're going to begin this, and um, all the folks that made this purchase, it begins now, and you can go and make your vote by going to, when you made the purchase, you got a little slip of paper and it told you exactly where to go on the computer and uh, what code to put in. Yep. And then you're going to simply make your choices there. And uh, we will uh, get a uh, compiling of, compile, of, data. of the data and we will see who bought, who chose more, one versus two. Now, let's assume you like one better than two and you put your vote in for one. That doesn't mean one is going to be number nine cigar. It's going to be the winner of one versus two. Now, this in particular, and I'm going to hold up one versus two, those that are watching on the video feed of this. Um, Some ash hole yeah. dropped ash on over my... That's uh, you. I don't think that was me. Yeah. Well, some of these, you can't really tell the difference much of each cigar, but one versus two, you can. One is a... Um, I would say a sun-grown wrapper. That looks sun-grown to me. Looks like a sun-grown wrapper. looks Habano, but okay. Yeah, Habano. Mm-hmm. Number two looks Maduro. Yes. Um, they're exactly the same size. No, they're not. One is a little bit long. Number one is a little bit longer than number two. And number... And they, they look like the same ring gauge. Wouldn't you think? Yep. Pretty close, yeah. It's kind of like a Reese's peanut butter cup. You now, got the dark chocolate with the... There we go. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So you got the dark brown and the in mm-hmm. the, the chocolate. If um, I had to know, unfortunately, uh, in advance what they were going to be. Uh, so I'm going to go let you know right off the bat. I knew what all eight cigars were going to be. I don't know what they're going to go to there. Um, m- more than a month ago. Yeah. Um, I have it narrowed down to about ten. Ed took... The man's off all the cigars, put them all, did all that stuff, and time has gone by. I remember what a few of them were, of which cigars they were. I have no idea what one is, two is, three is, four is, although I do know some of the brands that are going to be included. So I can look at certain ones. I can look at number three, and I'm quite certain. 
I'm pretty sure what number three is because it's lighter than all the rest of them, I think. What would you say if you found out after all this that Ed and I switched one of the cigars so that you were surprised? You could have. Listen, and, and it's not about I'm not trying to guess what the cigars are, but I wanted to really have a big play into what these are for a certain reason. And you'll know that at the very end of what this is. Um, and in full disclosure, Mr. Jonathan, who is the buyer... Um, we did not have him buy the cigars. We made the purchases around him, but all the confirmation emails go to me by default. Yep. Oh, okay. And he ended up getting mad about <laughs> certain cigars where way too many were ordered and called up the first company to say, I didn't order these, and then we had to come clean. And I don't know how much investigation you did that po- at that point, but we said, let it go, just let it go, but this is his job. So this is my the, job. Uh, third is Barry. No idea, right? Clueless. You had no idea as things were coming into the uh, shipping because so much stuff comes in. Yep, I don't pay attention to Okay, that. and he doesn't pay attention. And that's the charm about Barry. He doesn't, he pay, doesn't attention pay attention. To yep. Even though it says right on the sheet that we were going to talk about Zing, I had no clue. Yeah. And then we have Chuck, yeah. who has no idea at all it, because he's only here during uh, the Saturday show and there's no stuff coming in. So you have no idea anyway. Right. Uh, and I'm going to be honest with you as I'm looking at this. I have no idea what one and two is. I was trying to rack my brain and see it. Does you have an idea? Nothing. Okay. So that's good. Uh, as we taste it, I think it's going to be a little different, and we'll see where it goes from there. So right now it is time to cut our cigar. We're going to go to number one first. Um, Numero uno. Now... Today, we're going to do one in the first hour, then in the second hour, we're going to do number two. I think we'll do the same thing next week. What if number one makes us go number two somewhere ah, between? We'll see. Would that be a clue? We'll see. We'll okay. see. It will be a clue. It will be a clue. And it will narrow down to something else at that point. But the idea is not to try to guess what it is. So right. I know we, this is what it is for us all the all time. All the time. It's going to be difficult to not try to figure out what it is. Right. I'm just evaluating Which is the better, one or two? And, and we're not going to know that till we smoke number two. Should we give it some sort of letter grade? No, so just that we in your compare? mind. Just in your mind, what you do, because I know people are following along with this. Some people actually have already voted, so they've already um, right. smoked it. But the majority have losers. Nah, but the majority have, they have to go smoke number uh, three and four, five and six, seven and eight too. So uh, next week we'll smoke three and four, and then the following week we're going to smoke five, six, seven and eight all at once. That week when we do it, we're going to smoke five and six together. One in yep. one hand, one in the other. In the next hour, we're going to smoke seven and eight, one in one hand, one in the other. But today and next week, we're going to do one hour of one, one hour of the other. That's what the plan is anyway. I like that. Double yep. fisting. Double fisting. Don't try that at home, kids. We're professionals. Trained professionals here. That's it. So it's time to cut our cigar, number one. And the official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo... Cut out the federal S-tip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Mr. Jonathan, I thought for sure you were going to take out your sword and cut your cigar with the sword. Well, this one doesn't have an edge on it. No? Okay. No dice on that. No edge on it yet. So I'm going to cut it. And we're going to really pay attention now. We're going, to, we're going to do it like we do it when we're going to buy a cigar brand. We're going to smell the outside wrapper running the cigar underneath our nose because this is our cigar. You don't do this in a guy's cigar store and you don't make the purchase of the cigar. It's after you make the purchase. So I'm smelling the outside wrapper. Then the foot of the cigar, not the pot I cut, the pot that's already opened up. I'm going to stick that right up my nose and smell that. It smells cold, like a sugar cookie. The cold draw is 
the ocean early, early season, early in the summer, late spring. That's what the cold drawer is. Now, his drawer is, we're talking about the aroma of it, but he goes right on to the draw. So let's go back to the aroma <laughs> of the cigar. And Barry was ready to say something. Yeah, it was like a butter cookie, a sugared butter cookie. Mmm. Mm. I like butter cookies. I might like butter cookies better than Chinese fortune cookies. Yeah, there's nothing really to a Chinese fortune cookie. No, I like them. I like them. Uh, I don't really care for them. That's because you're a fat guy. You're not a fat guy. <laughs> I thought you were going with I something was. else. I was. <laughs> were we going with the follicle challenge? No, I was going with the, the other F word. Oh, okay. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. Or I was going to go with an ex R and B artist. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so now the pre-light. So we don't say I'm, anything to Barry about lighting his cigar, but you I, give me a hard time I, about I, my cold I draw. Just, I was just ready to. Okay. So it's oceanic. It's clean. Mm. Every cigar, by the way, there's no loser in this. That I put a, a, a cheap loser cigar. Now that everybody's made the purchase, there's no, you know, you didn't get sneaky. Beat. I didn't, you didn't get, get sneaky. on this. Yeah. Everything is good. You're winning. Yeah. Everybody's a winner. Everyone's a Charlie Sheen. So uh, I'm going to light her up. This We're going to is... light with the Vertigo Champ. Yes. I now, like a couple this. of cool things about this. Quad flame. The flame does change color, so it does make it an ideal golf lighter, which it's not too late in the season. This is my favorite time to get out and uh, try to hit them straight because... Fewer people are going out. It's a little chillier. Sure. you got the course to yourself, and you're not in the sweltering heat that old people enjoy. I like to just put on a sweater and go out and crank some drives off the I like I like to put on clothes, too, but Barry feels like not putting on clothes today. He decided to leave the house and forget to put his shirt on. That's right. Yeah. He forgot to put his clothes on this morning. <laughs> All right. Just got an undershirt on, left my college shirt hanging on my door. Got up early and put his jacket on. Yeah. Go out for a smoke. There are two uniforms and that are required yes. to guys smoke shop. <laughs> yeah. One of them is a collared shirt, and the other one is a ninja costume. And you are wearing neither. Sir. I award you no points. May God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> I'm definitely stuck in hell. Yeah. <laughs> this has to be hell. It is, because where else are you? All and right. as things are getting colder, you would think that, you know, you, you hate the cold. I walked out of the house this morning. It was 41 degrees. Yeah. I was like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. <laughs> and Tuesday will be the first day of autumn, fall here. The leaves are starting to change. Yes, they are. And we will see in about 20 days or so. It's going to be a uh, cornucopia of colors, and everyone's going to start driving like jerks around here because they're going to be looking at the dead leaves and paying attention to them and not the road. I'll admit that. I did that this morning. I drove, and I decided to get lost on purpose. Yeah, yeah. The colors are changing. they got this pastel look about yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. A couple of times I pulled over to the side of the road just to look. Nice. Yeah, that's going make you gay. <laughs> it makes me special. Yeah, yeah. Butternut squash. With a little nutmeg. So the butter from the butter cookies carries its way (laughs) over into the light of the cigar. It is... it is tasting good to me. I don't know if I taste any of that that uh, that they're slinging around, but... um, it's a good quality cigar. I know they all are anyway, but... um, I'm getting earth, spice, and a little bit of caramel. 
Chuck, you cannot push the button every time he opens his mouth. <laughs> that was you. <laughs> He's wrong. So caramel. And, and, caramel. And, I'm, and I'm ready to break my rule already because that's not what it's about. We're just seeing if we like the cigar or not. But you know how I say I can, I can tell so much about a cigar. So I already know the country of origin. I know what it's not. How's that? Okay. I, I right. know two countries that it's not already, and I'm I'm not going to say it because I don't want to change anybody any anybody's thought. Well, there is some preconceived notions about different countries and different manufacturers, and if you did say it, which I know where you're going. Well, we smoked a zing earlier this morning. We came in. The zing event is going on, so I lit up a zing. Immediately, it's Honduran. It has a bite at the beginning. On a negative side, it has a bite that. Honduran, I, I like Honduran cigars about two minutes after I light it. Yeah. And that, that's what happens um, if, if it, the majority of the tobacco used in I don't know the country of origin as far as who made it, but if the tobacco that's used in it. Uh, Nicaraguan, altogether different from that. More pepper, more a spice. It's in a spicy we, meat the ball. Yeah, there it is. And now we have Dominican. Tangy. And this is more Dominican than it would be. So I don't know where they make it, but I can taste Dominican. This is not what this is about, but I'm just saying what it is. Nor do I know if I'm right at all. It has that tangy quality yeah. that Dominican tobacco tends to have. If I could bet this at a casino, I would bet on this. That would be a fun game. Yeah. Then I'd take up gambling. Yes. I'd have a fair shot. Right. Well, not really. I'm wrong a lot when I guess, yeah. but... <clears throat> So um, we're going to try, guys, not to say what we think the brand is or anything like that. Again, I even said that I broke kind of the rule. But, but as the people are joining us and, and tasting the cigar, without a band on it is really – remember you blindfolded yourself and you yes. said, oh, my God, it's, I, I can uh, – The other senses were heightened. Right. And, and I think that's what's going to happen here, that I think you're going to taste – more accurately than you did if the band was on this, uh, which is what, you know, what we do all the time anyway, what we try to do. Um, well, here's what something happened to my cigar. Got a little split? It's split. Oh, wow. Now, the tough so, part about the blind tasting, and, and some people may have experienced a little bit of damage because there's no cellophane on the cigars. Right. They're packed, and we did the best we could wrapping them in the, uh, in the packaging to send them. But and the bu- Put the bubble wrap around Bubble it. wrap and all that. So Did yours come from my car? No, nope. Chuck's did. Chuck's okay. did. Why'd you throw them around? No, they've been in the cold car overnight. So it lost some of the humidity, which might make no, it. No, there was a little humidity sealed, pack yeah. in them. Sealed uh-huh. bag. Yep, had the humidity. Where was mine? Where were, where were the ones we're smoking right now? Oh, back in the... Here in the building. Here in the building, yeah. Okay, so it's not fine. happening to you guys, so it's just uh, it's just me. Yeah, I don't think it's affecting the taste of, of it at all, or anything. But uh, it's a pretty sometimes you get a sometimes you get a, a hole in the uh, cigar, and it does act like a flute. But I find that the cigar is actually okay when the split happens down near the foot. You yeah. know, Guillermo Leon taught me this amazing trick that's worked every single time. All right, this is and cool. you take a flame and you lightly score the cigar at the end of the crack. And what it does is it acts as if you cauterize the wound. Really? And it won't split any further than that. I'm going to try this. But it has wow. to be a very light score. You want to do it for me? To sure. You know how to do it? That's interesting. That's pretty it cool. It is. Let's try it and see if it works. So I never heard that. 
Try not to drop it. He's lighting his lighter. He's cauterizing the, the burn. So what, what he's doing is where it ripped at the, at the very furthest end of the rip, the, the, uh, where it's going to continue to do, he actually uh, burnt it there. You made John, uh, John Carney's head turn. He's never heard of that before. Never heard of it, huh? Well, I we was sitting in Cigar Inn in New York City with Guillermo Leon of La Aurora, and I had a cigar split on me. And he goes, watching on the screen here. give me the cigar. I was like, why? He goes, I'm going to stop it from splitting anymore. So he takes my cigar. He does what I just did. And I smoked the rest of the cigar. Perfect. Wow. And ever since then, any time I've had it happen, I've used it, and it's always worked. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, you know, I was talking to some guys on our cigar tasting that we had uh, recently, and that question came to me is, why does the cigar uh, in, in their humidor split? And they think, most people think that... Um, the cigar dried out, therefore it split. When it's quite the opposite, because it would contract. The cigar would contract yep. if it dried out. But the opposite happens. So it's overhumidified. Usually splits the cigar. Yep. Um, this cigar was not split when I lit it. I checked it out really good. I smelled it. Everything. I was looking at it real close. So it split after the heat ended up hitting it. So I don't know what caused that. But um, this will be interesting to see if this doesn't split anymore because I, I figured I'm going to wrestle with this through the whole rest of the cigar. That'll be great if it doesn't. Hmm. What do you got, Mr. Jonathan? You're looking over there. So I'm just making sure that I got my uh, my tweets ready. Okay. Because I know that segment's coming. Okay. So uh, we, we're uh, where we're on the first cigar. We cannot compare it to cigar number two yet. When we right. get into the next one, we're going to be talking more about this cigar uh, as opposed to that cigar because the only job that we have and you have, as a purchaser of this, is which is better, one versus two. Now, you can do a lot more with it, and you can try to figure out country of origin for yourself and um, what you think it is and play along all these different ways and uh, add a lot to it. Remember, folks, no gambling. But um, well, it's it. we're can... determining which is better, one or two. And at the very end of this, we're going to determine which was the best cigar. You can look right at this, and you can tell that it, you're dealing with some aged wrapper. That burn line is pretty thin. Yeah. The thinner so the carbon line, the more aging to the tobacco. Yes. So, so let's bring that up a little to I'm the folks that, that don't understand that, that um, where the ash meets the cigar wrapper itself, you'll see a little what we call a mascara line, a little black line that, that um, is on top of the tobacco leaf. The thicker that ash soot line is the younger the tobacco is. So like cutting a tree down, you look you look at the rings of a tree and you can determine how old the cigar the tree is. Looking at a cigar, you can determine the age of the tobacco, not as the form of a cigar, but in the form of the tobacco itself, how old right. age that uh, tobacco is by looking at that thin, thin line that's there. So Jonathan is equating to, he, we all can see all our cigars are pretty very tight line. Thin so line. we're using very aged tobacco, very thin, so very aged tobacco. Now, without mentioning any manufacturers, you and I sat with someone on Thursday. We sat with multiple people Thursday, but someone was trying to convince us that they were using five-year-old wrapper. That's right. And mm. the burn line on it was like three-eighths of an inch thick. That cigar was rolled Two weeks ago? Well, I don't know when it was rolled, but the tobacco was The tobacco was not, wasn't, yeah, the yeah. tobacco certainly wasn't all that old. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you're not going to fool us. We are the Cigar Authority. And on the reviews on the CigarAuthority.com, we refer to it as the carbon line. Okay. Nice. So, I guess that's better than the mascara line. 
It's more manly. A little more manly. But carbon, why carbon? Well, uh, it's a trait of burning. The ash is part carbon, isn't it? I don't yes. know. You're converting, yes. you're converting from energy. You're converting the tobacco into energy and carbon. Is it ends up Carbon sounds left. like it would taste lousy, carbon. Well, lick your ash and tell me what it tastes like. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean it built up carbon, you know, like it would, it would be bad. I don't know. I don't know really what that word means exactly. Well, ash yeah. is ashy tasting, but you're not tasting ash here. The ash is being used as a filter. Is it car- a carbon line? Yeah, or we can start referring to it as the combustion line. I like carbon. You like carbon? Yeah. Jasmine says burn line. The burn, burn line. line. The burn line. We could go with hers. Her video has like 10,000 views on uh, YouTube. It's like number one. <laughs> For us. Someone searches the Gar Authority, and there's your pretty face right there. Boom. That's it. And for some reason, people of all our shows, that's the one they watch all the time. Just on the view. On the audio one, not so much. But on the video one, it's number one. I just yeah. put, you don't want to hear it. I'm curious which one of your stalkers took that 10-minute segment out of the video and posted their own YouTube video. That's what I'm curious about. What I just put you? two and two together. That wasn't me. Really? That video is all over, like, the cigar forums. I just put two and two together that it's you. It's everywhere. Really? Yeah. If you go on to, um, where do we put the um, the Camacho event? Uh, Facebook.com slash Two Guys Smoke Shop Seabrook. Seabrook. Okay, so the Seabrook, there's... 500 pitches on there, yep. and you'll see Jasmine in a handful of those pitches. Is there any way to know how many people clicked on to each picture or anything like that? Just likes. Yeah, just likes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it'll win. Beautiful girl. It'll win. And she smokes cigars for real. That's right. So it makes it even more attractive. As far as Stronger concerned. cigars than her husband. Tattoos on the arms. Oh, yeah. yeah she's tatted up. and she Barry, she just moved right into your wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> If you had, like, purple hair, I might have to challenge your husband to a duel. She's got red hair. She's got natural red hair. (laughs) And I I saw her as a blonde before. I think it worked. It worked for me. It worked. Thank you for admitting that on the air. I I mean, it looked good. good. (laughs) Laurie, I'm just joking. I know you're listening. It's part of the show. It's the shtick. That's how it started. If, if you need a couch, I have an extra one. <laughs> so anyway, we're back live doing a show because we've been on the road. So uh, it's good to be, actually be live live instead of pre-recorded. But just so you know, even our pre-recorded shows, we don't even edit them. We go with it no matter what. So they're, they're all live as far as I'm concerned anyway. Barry, the cigar is holding like this. We learned something. It's never, I'm 30 years in the business, it's never too late never to learn. Too late. Never too late to learn something. This is interesting. Now, how much of that? Can't take credit for it. How much of that would work if it was a finer wrapper, like say on a Icon or on Christoph? Something. Even Christoph, which is a very, very thin, thin wrapper, but it's. I've never had it not work. Because I smoked last night. I smoked. I you know we get to smoke the damaged. Atabase, so so I, usually it, it starts peeling. It right. starts lifting off. It's yeah. completely frozen on there. Cauterized was a perfect word that's happened. I'm wondering here. if that would have worked on the Atabase because mine didn't split any further. I was able to smoke through the crack, and it was a pretty sizable crack. Right. But, so I'm wondering 
I love when I learn something it's like awesome. this. I will use this forever. This Cauterize the wound. Cauterize the wound. It's split, and that's what you can do. It makes sense. It's awesome. It's awesome. So, uh, yeah, we're back, but uh, we're only going to do a couple shows, and then we're going to hit the road again. We're going back on the road for the October 18th show because, um, unfortunately, Barry's not going to join us. But we're going on the Diamond Crown Experience. This is, uh, was pre-booked and everything before Barry joined the team. But uh, we're going down to see the J.C. Newman factory again. And we're going to be joined with us with uh, six of our customers along with uh, we're meeting one of our customers there, and uh, which will be seven, and the uh, Cigar Authority minus Barry. We're going to have to phone in or do something. Phoning it. Maybe we could get the uh, Google Hangout thing working, and I could be remote. Yeah. We can try it. You up for that? Yeah, uh, that's Chuck? right. Yeah. Yeah, you got a whole new soundboard here going, and we can take the, we can take those chances anyway. Or I could just take the day off. We'll take the day off. You know, you haven't had a day off since, you, since you've been here anyway. So, All right, it's time to take a look at social media, and the social media is brought to you by the cigar that was built on social media, Recluse Cigars. And here... It's Jonathan with the Tweets of the Week. It's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigars that were built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today, and these are the best tweets I saw all week. I woke up to an inbox message that tells me, due to the nature of my tweets, they must unfollow me. At this... I wasn't done wasn't yet. even finished. Because <laughs> I was going to say I didn't get it. <laughs> After all this time, I thought this thing was broken. Tweets have got to be short because would that even fit? That won't fit in 144 characters. It fit. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I learned how to kiss from watching my dog drink from the hose. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Just got the visual. When someone hands you a flyer, it's like they're saying, here. Throw this away for me. Yes, that's true. Take your age, subtract three, now add three. That's your age. <laughs> Pretty good, huh? <laughs> the best tweet I saw all week. Nothing has bothered me more than when word problems involving people than when they end with a fraction. What? Word problems that involve people end with a fraction. You end up with two-thirds of a person at the end of the... I don't get it at all. That's Today's the best. social media was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. Rolled and two bar the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every, every time. time. I don't we need get a that. sound effect for like wah, wah. a car crashing. Yeah. <laughs> for when he goes it's up in flames. It's a word problem that has that. people in it. A word problem that has people. And it ends in a fraction. It's a fraction of a person. Just because you that's suck the, at math. It, that's the best one. It was kind of a smart one. I, they're all. It's terrible. Penis and fart joke ones. I thought I'd go for something a little smarter. And, and it didn't work. So go back. Only to didn't work for you. There we go. All right. We're going to go to break. <laughs> and uh, when we come back, we are going to give you our, uh, um, what are we going to do? Our thoughts on the number one cigar uh, and uh, get ready to light number two uh, if you're playing along. Um, we're not going to guess what it is. Don't you? You can do it, but don't. we're not going to do it. Our new cigar journal is hitting the shelves. And we're going to take a peek into it also. And um, we're going to get debonair with Gentleman Chuck Morrison. We'll get some crazy news from the asylum and some bad news from Barry. And lots more. Stick around, everybody. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. 
Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I've worked long and hard to create a Cameroon cigar. We've been saving Cameroon wrappers for seven years to come up with the perfect cigar, the Vintage 2003. This cigar has a Cameroon wrapper from Africa, delivers a sweet taste, medium-bodied, a ton of flavor, yet it's smooth on the palate. If you've never tried the Vintage 2003, please go out and try one, because this Cameroon cigar is going to deliver everything you're seeking. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or Visit DiamondCrown.com. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's Lagiana Havana. Oh yeah. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. And he's here live in the audience, playing along with us. Isn't this awesome? He's playing along. And he's guessing. He has his thoughts about what... Uh, Don't share them with, well, the, with the folks. Anything. But interesting. 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 It's interesting. And uh, I know uh, I'm hearing uh, during the break that uh, me and Barry are being uh, used as your uh, punching bags out there for uh, your jokes of uh, big cracks, huh? Yes, sizable <laughs> cracks. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to Rudy. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, yeah. It's all right. I used to like Canadians. <laughs> Are, I love these, Canadians. These are keyboard bullies that are talking about us. Would they say it in front of our face is the question. The answer Just is remember, yes. Rudy, if it wasn't for yeah. us, you'd be speaking Mexican. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <clears throat> Let's not get Rudy all fired <laughs> up. No. Oh, and this God. is Barry saying it this time. My goodness. Well, you did say he has big crack, so. Yeah. So this is a comeback, right? 
Um, okay, so this is the Cigar Authority weekly broadcast about cigars and the nonsense surrounding it. We're smoking blind, and uh, we're handing out swords. This is a circus in here. It is. Uh, with a zinc c- uh, cigar event going on, we're not smoking zinc for sure. Um, but we began this process about 10 weeks ago, uh, and we have close to 500 people playing along with us. If you are not playing along with us, I hope this show is not getting boring to you. Um, so we're going to try to be somewhat entertaining the best we can, uh, but we're certainly not talking about uh, right now about a cigar um, of the taste of a cigar that we know uh, what it is. So you could um, light along with it and um, know exactly what we're tasting. But um, this is how uh, it should work. It's one versus two, and we're going to determine which one we like the best. It's that simple. Already we see that participants that are uh, playing along with us can't help but want to guess what it is, and that's okay. Keep it to yourself. Uh, I even ask you not to, uh, if you're doing it along with us, don't even put it in the uh, chat box because we don't want to skew anybody's thought. I could certainly say uh, something about it and um, put you in a certain way. Um, I know, Mr. Jonathan, when we play this, uh, stop reading your phone. I'm getting the the next segment set up. Okay. (laughs) When we do this um, ourselves... Um, what he does is try to throw me in a different direction. So he does say something. We play the man yeah. more than we play the cigar sometimes. So he'll say, uh, oh, really good. You, you like this one. You, you know, and he knows that I don't like it going in. But sometimes he's telling the truth. Mostly he's not. But it, 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 that, it's like a card game at that point. You, you're looking at him to see if he's lying. We're not lying. These are not bad cigars. I'm telling you, you're going to know the answer at the end of it if you're playing along. Uh, these are all good cigars. Well, we thought a good cigars, good enough to be in this. Uh, it's not the first time we go around. This is the third time we did it. We did it five years ago. We did it ten years ago. So here it is uh, this time. And if it works out, maybe we'll do it more often than every five years. But uh, we do it every day. Every, Every day, day we play this game, and it helps. Uh, and I, I wish you got in. If you didn't, uh, you would have enjoyed it. But maybe you go into uh, one of our employees uh, not with us any longer, but Mike Havey. Um, we would be doing it to ourselves, and when he'd come in, he'd see us all smoking a cigar without a band, and he would uh, be interested. What are you smoking? And we, you know, whoever he asked would say, geez, I don't know. And he goes, what do you mean you don't know? And, oh, you know, Dave takes the bands off it and he has us uh, smoking without knowing it. And he would come in with a $20 bill and say, here, pick me a cigar. Don't give me the change back yet till after I smoke Well, because then you'd know how much it costs. Right. And that's a pre And he wanted there. to end up doing it. He got really into it. Then the next thing you know, he asked for a job. He, he loved the whole idea of it. I, it's, it's pretty interesting. It is a game you can play at your, at your brick-and-mortar retail yeah, shop. Yeah. You certainly can walk in with well, $20 and say, pick something out. Don't give me the change back yeah. till after. And I want to sit and smoke it and try to figure out what it is. And then you sit there, enjoy the cigar, and then go back to him after. And you and you don't have to tell him what you thought if you want if you feel like you're going to embarrass yourself. But you'll you'll get good, believe me. Yeah. And Miss, then, Mr. Jonathan did it to us on the way back from Connecticut last week. Yeah. Yes. Me, you, Chuck, a cigar. I did. I got the country of origin. I got the factory, but I didn't have the right brand. Yes, yes, I do remember that. That was after the hot wings. I could not guess it <laughs> yeah. because these hot wings were so hot. <laughs> and we it, went with the middle the middle one. Oh, my God. It was so hot. And he, so what do you taste? And I go burning on the outside of my mouth. It was actually my, my lips and the outside of my lips yeah. out, uh, of the skin was burning more, even more than the inside. And uh, my taste buds were shot. Forget it. But, uh, yeah, that was pretty interesting. 
Um, and then right after that, Chuck fell asleep for the rest of the ride home. Yeah. By the way, Chuck, you are a snorer. Yes. Just knock me, you know, push me, shove me. Oh, no, we're fine with it. We, we laughed at your expense. That's I was good. trying to get video, but I didn't want to wake you up with the, the light <laughs> of it. So, <clears throat> so uh, let's take a peek inside the mailbag. I'm sorry I didn't give that to you uh, That's earlier, all right. but um, let's, let's, we have uh, lots of mail, uh, so let's start taking care of a couple of them anyway. All right, so this is uh, Skippy. You've got mail. You've got mail. There's a letter in your mailbox. Does that happen anymore for the people that still have that old mail program that says you've got AOL? Mail? I do have AOL, although it goes directly to my phone. It doesn't say it, but if I'm uh, if my phone's malfunctioning or something's not working and I have to go to the AOL server, yeah. It still says it. You've got mail, and that guy still gets a royalty every time they use his voice. Every time. Every time. Wow. Yeah. Talk who, about who hitting is that it guy? big. I don't know his name, but yeah. talk about hitting it big. You're the, yeah, what do you do? I'm the, you've got mail guy? I don't have to work ever again. Yeah, I've said three words, <laughs> and I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> in the movie after me. You're right. <laughs> All right, so this is from uh, John Sullivan, uh, and he writes, My brother-in-law, my brother outlaw, was surprised to give me what he had been told was a Russian cigar. I was excited, knowing that, massive as Russia is, it is unlikely to boast any regions where one can actually grow tobacco. Any news on that, Barry? Do, do they grow tobacco in Russia? I've never heard of that. Did you know of? Never heard of All right. That surely meant that it was a Cuban, where uh, one I would have had a hard time finding anywhere else. Turns out it's a hammer and sickle brand, a fine smoke, but one that can be found at just about any cigar store. Oh, well, that was a short career as a smuggler. I thought you guys would like to know. Oh, all right. Here's, here's another. These, these are starting to uh, pile up, so I thought I'd... Sure. This uh, following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. That's where you can reach us, so please do. Hello, David, the one and only true Mr. Jonathan. He Chuck wow. doesn't say and that. Barry. Don't edit your Listen, don't edit you don't get to read over my shoulder. You're not the mailbag guy. You zip it over there. I don't interject in your little news segment, your bad news segment over there. Uh, I've been enjoying and listening to The Cigar Authority for a year now, and I thank you for everything you all do for the cigar world. I noticed that Barry chooses not to toast his cigar like Mr. Jonathan and Dave does. I was wondering if he could explain his technique and the reason for lighting his cigar this way. Bad habit. I he has to, no technique. I used to work as a private <laughs> investigator. I used to spend over 10 hours a day in a car. When you're driving at 70 miles an hour following somebody, you don't have time to properly toast a cigar. So I got in the habit of lighting the cigar with the cigar in my mouth, trying not to overburn it, and it's just a bad habit that never went away. Now I do. I will say this: when you do a review, I, I notice you toast properly. it up properly, yeah. and you do all that. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're not just a radio show; we're not just a podcast; mm. we're also a TV show, and we don't want to confuse. I don't know about TV show. Our viewing public. Yeah. So, get toasting. Get, get toasting, Barry. Uh, I gotta tell you. The cigar is now burned past the tear mark or whatever you want to call yeah, the it split. Flawless, huh? It is an absolute perfect. This has never happened to me. I've been smoking cigars for 35 years. Never has that happened. Usually it fights all the way. Each time it starts coming down, it starts splitting back to where it was and yep. it peels. And what a 
plop, that that one was free for you folks out there. We just learned something together because I got the free information. We would have charged you big bucks for that. Well, I might need a check from you because I might owe Guillermo a royalty uh, check for using it. You know what? He's got plenty. <laughs> yeah, he does just fine. He does just fine. It's right. So um, it's right now. It's time to take a peek into the asylum. Let's listen to some crazy news from our folks at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners, truly flavorful medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80, that's right, that's Asylum. There is a boom in topless coffee bars that is causing quite a stir in one Washington county. The so-called Sexpresso bars, where baristas wear nothing but panties and pasties, have proved so popular in Port Orchard that five have opened up in the last year. Good coffee. But the titillating service is getting some residents in quite a froth. You see what I yes, did I there? Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> With county government considering banning anyone under 18 from using the stands. Several wives have banned together in protest, saying the community should be striving to be more wholesome and they would like these espressos to put oh. some clothes on. Yeah. That's insane. That's Asylum. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the insane 6x80. That's insane. That's Asylum. They're coming to take me away. Ha-ha. True story. True story. Road trip. Road trip. <laughs> You got more 16 year old adolescent kids drinking coffee in that area than ever before. They had a place in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, I remember my parents moved down there, a donut shop, and it was a topless donut shop. It got all the, this is in the 80s, big, big, uh, got very popular, and uh, more people eating coffee, drinking coffee and donuts uh, than ever. People gaining weight. I'd be worried about how they got the holes in the donuts in a place like that. Here we go. Cha-ching. We are just two weeks away from Tom Lazuka, speaking of asylum. He's going to be joining us on the Cigar Authority Saturday, October 4th. And I wonder what we can do for that. We have to do something insane as far as in the retail store. This isn't insane enough. People dress like ninjas. This is as crazy as I've seen it. And asylum is two weeks away, so we have to... Uh, can, can you get uh, straight, straight jackets? Jacket. I was just yeah. thinking that, yep. Can you, I don't know. But how would they ring up the sales? That's a big problem right there. We're going to have to let them out. This is the asylum. This is it. This is the asylum store for sure. It's crazy. So uh, we're looking forward to Tom Lazuka. He's the one that makes those uh, big ring gauge cigars, including the Oga, which is a Candela and a Maduro. Which is crazy. Crazy. At a 70 ring gauge, 7 by 70. They also make a 6 by 80, not in the Ogre, though. They do in the Ogre now. They do. In the Ogre also. Um, It's a crazy brand. I mean, it doesn't seem like it would work when it came out. Uh, We actually didn't jump on board uh, right away because I I 
said, this is not going to work, and uh, I'm not doing it. You weren't the buyer at that time, were you? I was you? not. And, uh, yeah, it was me saying, uh, yeah, you know, I love you guys and stuff, but it ain't going to work for me. I ain't going to do it until people came, started coming in asking. And I go, all right, we'll give it a try. Go light. We went light, and next thing you know, a week later, we're out. we got to order more, yeah. order more, and we continue to order more. Is obnoxiously in size as it is and as crazy as the wrappers are that a Maduro and a Candela you would never think ends up going. For some reason, it does. It does. And it has a uh, basis of people that that's all they smoke. You see them coming in. They, it's a fan base of that. So do they have any uh, name of what they call, like, asylum smokers? You know, that wax jobs? jobs? Nut jobs. Nut jobs. jobs. Nut jobs. Okay. <laughs> we'll go with that because it's somewhat uh, <clears throat> like that. So um, anyway, we'll look forward to uh, Tom Azuka, and he'll tell us uh, what he has coming up in the future. I know they came up with uh, a Lancero, as strange yeah, as craziness. that would be. And they called it 99 mistakes. Or 99 problems. 99 problems. Yeah. And um, the cigar isn't one of them. Yeah, so we didn't we didn't buy that. They could call themselves the Clown Posse. What, what was the there was a band the called insane that? Clown the Insane Posse. Clown Posse. Yeah, but they could call themselves the Clown Posse. ICP. Yeah. Well, anyway, we'll see what they have coming up, and we'll look forward to uh, Tom joining us. And um, where where will that be, Dave? What store? It will all three. He's gonna them all. We're gonna do the show Saturday, probably here. If we're not, we should do it here because this yeah. is the insane place. Yeah. But also, we'll be their rep. We'll be joining. Right. Yeah, and if you think I started now, forget yeah. about it. When Lauren's here. Lauren's here. Lauren Ferraro yep. will join us. Um, okay, so it's time to go. stuttering fool. It's time to uh, let's listen to Barry stutter for a little bit. And we're going to have bad news with Barry. And here it is. Any good news? There's we'll a couple of good news items yeah? at the end. Okay. Right. But we'll start off with the bad news. Okay. Belmont, Massachusetts has recently raised their smoking age to 21 years old, which is uh, a growing movement in the state Yes, it is. with over 50 uh, municipalities now at over 21 years old. And it's starting to spread around the country. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. terrible. You could die at war, but you can't light up a cigar. It makes yeah. no sense. Huntington, New York, on the North Shore of Long Island has made it illegal to smoke on the beaches. The FDA has raised its fines 10% for those selling to underage smokers. Um, if you get caught six times, it's an $11,000 fine. Wow. Yep. Well, you shouldn't sell the underage. Yep. I'm actually not appalled by that. I don't have a problem yeah, with that I one. don't understand why the FDA is the one levying the fines, though. They're doing their own stings right now. They've done more this year than they have done any year in the past, and it's only September. Yeah, and, and you know, we're, we're waiting on the deeming regulations of FDA. If you thought that they were just going to make a regulation and just sit by, this is going to get ugly, folks. Let me tell you, it's going to get ugly. There's nothing you can do at this point. I hope you did do something anyway, but it's going to get ugly. If you're a city worker in Manitowoc, Wisconsin, and you smoke cigars or anything else, you will be charged an extra $100 a month if you want health insurance. The Florida Keys will no longer hire workers for the county if they use tobacco. Existing workers will have to pay a $50 surcharge monthly if they wish to continue working for the county. And starting January 1st, 2015, if you test positive for nicotine, you will not be hired. What if you test positive for heroin? Yeah. What happens then? Or what if you eat they put you to a pro- They put you to a program and you're fine. 
It's this is craziness. I can't believe it's happening. You, you're going to get more nicotine from eggplant parm than you are going to be from a cigar. So if you, well, like with the two of you, the way you guys eat eggplant right. parmesan, you guys would fail the test even if you quit smoking. Well, the next thing you know, they're going to start charging for high cholesterol and extra surcharge. Oh yeah. So I, the, nobody's listening to this show that probably doesn't smoke cigars, but. The, the ones that do, if there's anybody out there and you don't care because it's cigars, it's coming to you. It's going to be on the uh, extra cholesterol. It's going to be on salt. Well, it's New York does it with sodas. Right. Yeah. So La Florida Minicana is taking the last cigar still being produced in the 2000 line, the number three, which is allegedly Lito Gomez's first and last cigar every day, and rebranding it as the La Florida Minicana Cameroon number three. Nice. Is that true? Okay, it's confirmed. <laughs> that has been confirmed. Davidoff will begin discri- distributing Royal Danish cigars in Switzerland for our international listeners. And finally, some good news. Despite all the regulations against us, cigar manufacturers continue to step up to the plate and give back to the communities. This time around, it's Gurkha, which helped raise $30,000 for the St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital and the Eric Trump Foundation. Nice. Which is, that's, they're not the only ones that are taking part in the St. Jude. I'm sure you have something about. Uh, a couple of new cigars that came out later this week, which, which we'll we will talk touch about on later, later yep. are okay. also giving back as well. With, are they doing St. Jude also? Yes, they are. Really? Which is a great organization. It certainly is. You've got to worry about uh, how much goes to each thing. And, you know, if you, if you donate a lot of money, sometimes such a small percentage actually goes and the rest goes there. And St. Jude's one of the good ones, so. Uh, all right, it's time to uh, wrap the cigar up. What do we think? I'm digging it. I would certainly smoke it again. I would 100% smoke it again. Yeah. Good cigar, decent burn, nice ash. I love the idea. Medium bodied, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not too strong. Nice flavor profile. Not a whole lot of Lajero. I'm not sick. Besides that that split that happened, which is just me and everybody else's was perfect, uh, and when it, when I passed that, it's burning like it would, like it never happened. What, yeah. a, what a great little trick that is. Okay, um, the real test is going to be, as we bring on number two, which one is better? That's what's going to matter. When we come back, it's cigar number two. Will we like it? Will we not? Which is better? We'll decide, but the majority of testers will decide which one is going to move on. New cigars hitting the shelves. Barry's got the 411 on that. Chuck Morrison will get debonair, and Mr. Jonathan has old fart Freddy. So for Barry Stein, Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morris, Morrison, I'm David Garofalo. We'll be back with our number two in just minutes. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And when you guys are taking part in our special blind tasting and you've got cigar number one and that's all you know about it, it can get confusing as to which end belongs in your mouth and which end does not. The lid end does not belong in your mouth. We'll be right back on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. 
Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar and Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Mancata. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of shake. Is the Cigar Authority. And fake. The authority on everything cigar. Shake it back. In. Yeah, you And out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> Well then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, hey Zeus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of Domino's, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Barry Stein. That's what I love about these high school girls. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! we get some meatloaf? It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake and bake, gal. Woo! Shake and bake! Do it. Shake and bake, baby. We're back live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. And in this hour, we're going to fire up a cigar unknown to us, but known as Cigar Number 2. We'll talk about new cigars hitting the shelves. We'll look through reviews on the Cigar Authority and um, what has been reviewed, and uh, I don't know what this is all about. Uh, we'll get Debonair with Gentleman Chuck Morrison. we got Old Five Freddy in the Aging Room, and we'll look through our calendar of upcoming events, interviews, and other things going on. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. That's right. You are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week from the worldwide Ninja headquarters of Two Guys Smoke Shop. We are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist and demand that you light up along with us. 
And uh, you know what? It's because we really smoke on the show. That's it. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it. I see what this is. We want to know from you what cigars you want reviewed. So you can email us that also. Uh, Barry is always looking to review cigars all the time. He has Cabo Blanche to light up anything he wants. Uh, he's been typically going to, because this is the season where new cigars are coming in, so right. he grabs them as they come in new. But as that begins to slow down in the, in the cigar new cigar season, which uh, we're into right now, uh, starts fading away, he's going to be looking to review um, just any cigar that's there. If you have a favorite that you want to know uh, his opinion on or our opinion on, just email us uh, on the Cigar with Right on the Contact Us page. Contact us, and um, Barry uh, is looking for it. So uh, cigar number one, good, very, very, very good, very good. good. Um, I'm struggling because I, do, I want to go through the normal stuff that we do when we do a <laughs> yes. blind tasting. I yeah. want to talk about what I think it should cost and would I buy it again and all that stuff? And I can tell you, I would buy it again. Yep. So that, that, that's a key anyway. Uh, and hopefully, I think we picked enough, the right cigars. That uh, Now, strength level and everything uh, is, is going to play a little part to it. But um, I would say medium body. Do we go here? Mild to medium. Medium. Solid medium. Yeah, I wouldn't say mild, really. Yeah, mild to medium. Yeah, I, I would say medium or maybe a little touch more medium. A little plus, but... Again, I, I thought it was some, somewhat Dominican tasting, but we'll see how that pans out. So we're looking at cigar number two. This one looks darker. I would say it's a Maduro. I have no idea what it is. Um, I, I remember ordering the cigars. I tell you, I want to be as clear as possible that um, I definitely put the thing together. But listen, I'm 54 years old. I forget these things. Triple like, seam cap. It's toothy. Yeah, it's yep. toothy. It's dark. Um, we're smelling the outside, the inside. Not all that aromatic. It's got a little, a little footness to it. Yeah, a little footnote to it. So uh, smells like a brand new wallet out of the box. <laughs> yeah, leathery. Yep. It's taste of the week, not sniff of the week, Chuck. <laughs> He's You're a little trigger happy over there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, Barry's talking. Get ready to push the <laughs> rainbow button. The rainbow button? Rainbow button. That's what the name of the sound effect is called, rainbow. Really? Yes. Fabulous. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence and I know those folks are down at Dorfman, Germany right now, along with a lot of manufacturers, because this is the inter-tobac trade show that's going on right now. So uh, they're, they're all down there, probably listening to the Cigar Authority, depending what time it is. I saw Pete Johnson, who's going to be here on October 11th, went yep. to see an Ajax game in the European Champions League. Nice. What's Ajax? It's uh, one of the teams in the Champions League. I believe they're either Polish or Russian. What, what sport? Soccer. Oh. Pete's brother was in yesterday. Casey Johnson came up. We spent a couple hours smoking cigars and talking industry, which is what we want to actually talk about next week. So I'll give you a little tease of it. You see that um, the Taranio people sold out and Sam Lucia, um, well, we'll get into it. Sold out. Sold out is a good word for it, I guess. 
Um, he rolled into the air. It's just, you know what, it is interesting that now that Barry's here, that you have a scapegoat because you were so anti-talking about industry stuff before, behind-the-scenes stuff, and now... You can just blame it on Barry. Yeah, blame, it on, so. <laughs> blame it on Barry. Everybody blames the fact. And, and, so. and he gets emails and stuff. You know, you guys maybe going over the line or whatever. I get them too. I yeah. get a phone call from a manufacturer going, "Listen, Barry reported on something." I go, "Listen, your conversation needs to be with Barry because Barry reports and and he does it so nice that he says rumors or whatever, and then gets beaten up by it, and then a week or so later it comes out, the press release comes out, and the rumor was actually fact. And he hasn't got one wrong yet. He hasn't. He's been spot on. And listen, the rumors are flying. He came running. Were you there? Oh, yeah. Come running in saying a crazy rumor. Next week, we'll tell a lot of rumors and stuff of fake things gonna, that didn't we're gonna work out. We're going to out some companies. Yeah. That are primed to be bought. Yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting. And uh, we're not trying to, to get ourselves in trouble. We're not trying to stir up the pot or something. But something's going on. Well, we're definitely trying to stir the pot. Yeah. Well, you are. I am. Have you guys ever had the candy spree? Yeah. Those are the little things inside it, the... It looks like a Mentos kind of. But, but smaller. it's candy and, it, and it, yes. you chew it and it gets powdery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, the cold draw, is the cherry one of the spree. Once it's pulverized, boom. Cherry, cherry spree. By the way, the chat room is saying you should keep number one handy because they think number two will be too strong for you. Wow. They think? Yes. Because they already smoked it. They're smoking it now. Or at least really? one person is. They really? jumped the gun on us. Yep. Um, I do have, I saved a little of, of number one and didn't take the band <laughs> off it because I, not that I want to go back to it and not smoke it, but I want to uh, maybe at the end just go little, bo- little, back, the, and little back and forth in case I am on the fence because I want to make my vote. Yeah. Because I get one vote. You get a vote. So and I'm going to. And only because I can't be one up by Mr. Jonathan. The note that I'm getting is cornflakes before you add the milk. Oh, my God. You're ridiculous. <laughs> Do you got any more back there in that crack yeah, of yours? Let me pull them out. That's <laughs> In a big crack. We don't need All right, that we're kind using, of talk. We're using the Vertigo Champ Quad we Lighter. Re- we resemble that. Remark, we are going to toast the foot, Barry. The Vertigo Champ. The Champ. It's it is a, a Champ. Big-ass tank. And this is, the, this is the tweener. This is the one that's like a table lighter or... And or a regular walk-around lighter. It could be a walk-around lighter. It's not too big. So it also turns red, so this is good outdoors. Yes, it is. Which, when we did the golf tournament thing, uh, you know, by the way, when we went to Mickey Blake's, I didn't even do the golf simulator thing at all. You guys were playing the stuff. How was it? Me and Chuck did it, and thankfully we could play better on a real course than we could on that yeah? terrible yeah. experience on the simulator. So I got one. Uh, I mean, we would hit the ball solid, and it would go like 100 yards. I got 265 was my best yeah, drive. Yeah, there were no witnesses to this, so I I'm going to question the validity in, of it. The guy that worked at Mickey Blake said, wow, 265, that's good. I didn't even know how to read it. So he showed me how to read it. I should have at least number. done it I think once. it said 265 left to the hole, and you actually only hit it 75 yeah, I'm yards. I'm going by what the guy told me you I want, drove it at because no. he was standing there. He wanted there. you to feel good about it. He yourself. said you hit it 265, which was really 26.5 feet. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. All I know is they told me a lower number. Was it one something? One what? 180 or something? That was your, your record drive? I think Chuck had one that was close to 180. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, boys. You lose again. I was sitting with all three partners, 
and you guys had to pull me away. I mean, it was it was awesome. twelve midnight, and the restaurants were closing, and you guys were all in panic mode, hungry. Didn't get home till three in the morning. Yeah, yeah, that was. But uh, brutal. I loved it. I loved talking shop. I could have stayed all night. Yeah, and uh, yeah. We, we were definitely. Uh, Next time we need to get a, a room or something, and yeah, stay the night. Maybe three rooms. Huh? Are you going to bring your sword? I always bring my sword. <laughs> So uh, I lit it up, number two. I am not finding it very strong, despite what they're saying there on there. It, it's early, though. A lot different than uh, the, the it, pre-draw. It you is. Know? The fruitiness is dissipated. Yeah. It is stronger. It's not a lot. Raisin bran. Raisin bran. Would you just have cereal for breakfast? <laughs> no. I, I, the sweetness of the raisin and the bran... Raisin bran is a good one. That one I'll agree with. See if you got some of that. It is raisin bran. That is a I'll good one. I'll give it to you, Barry. I'll give it to you. I'll give it, I'll to, give you. it to you. That's actually pretty good. There's Corn a new flakes. sheriff in town. Cornflakes were way off, His though. name is Barry Stein. Way off. Cigar number two. So the I want winner to talk- of one and two is going to become number nine. So when you get your new package, let me go just quickly through the date that we are going to send... <laughs> Are you going to come in, Harry Carey, because I just, like, trumped you on the flavor taste? I'm thinking about over and over. you. <laughs> That's a real story. Why don't you just give wow. up on that, and that, say there's a new new sheriff in town and that, he's going to be that, the yeah, same. You want to be the next one who gets beheaded? <laughs> That's bad puns, considering what's going on in the world. We're going to vote till Columbus Day, October 12th, on this. On October 13th, 9, 10, 11, and 12 will be sent out to you. The winner of one and two will become nine, and so on and so forth. Four cigars are going to go. They're not going to be different cigars. They're going to be the winner of uh, one and two. So let's assume it becomes number one. Number one becomes number nine, and it goes from there. Uh, You're going to know that one, uh, folks, because you saw number one was so light and number two was so dark. So you'll probably, when you get it, you'll know which one it is. The other ones, I think you may have a more difficult time to to know which one it is. So uh, there's... uh, I think I know which way I'm going to vote already. I'm not going to well, say how, but I'm going to say as of now, I know where my vote's going. I'm going to say comparing two to Don't one. Don't even on say the what you're going to write. We're, <laughs> we're the, not going to pick the winner. Uh, we're not picking a winner. All we right. get to make our vote, though, don't we? No, no not allowed. Oh, all right. No, nope, don't say it. All right. You know, you say you like it or whatever, and you. you I feel, like it or whatever. Okay, but it's <laughs> it's early. But you we, you don't know which one you like better. And which you don't. So let me explain why I want to do I, this. Because I see where you're going with it. I don't, don't want, want you. To... We we all say it's it's number two or something, and then everybody says, "Oh, I was going to say one, but let me say two because it's the right answer." No, it's not the right answer. The right, no answer, right is, answer is is the one you like better. Gotcha. Yeah. So, it on the last show when we're done, all the votes are in. You try to keep track of what you did and, and what it is, and I'm going to write some notes myself so I can remember what to say of what I thought, but uh, pl- plus it's, it's unfair to make the judge a cigar. What, what if it gets real good, or what if it gets real bad? It's too soon. You make a good point. You just went through the whole thing. You I, make a good point. And, and I'm being strong on this because we're going to do this week after week, and yeah. we, we don't want to mess up. We want to give everything it's a fair share, and we don't want to ruin it for another, one of the brands. Um, and we know that there's people that bought this that aren't even listeners of the show because we sold it in the store plus some blog site or something, Barry, uh, people bought to have nothing to do with uh, the yeah, store. Yeah, on Reddit. Reddit people, a lot of Reddit people did it. So they may not listen to the show. Maybe they're chiming in. I don't know if, if they're uh, listening in, but um, they're not even hearing this. By the way, that's a great cigar community. 
You got old school cigar smokers. You got new school cigar smokers. Everybody gets along on there, it seems. It just seems like a really good place. What's that, Reddit? When you're not checking out the CigarAuthority.com, Reddit. I don't know what that is. Uh, I know somebody that is a uh, writer for it. Derek comes in. Yeah, he's one of the regulars on there. What is it? It's it's a message board. Okay. So if you have an account, you can do a post. Anybody can post. But there's some great give and take on there between the old and new school cigar smokers. Well, I'm going to tell you, and and you've always been a blogger and you've Mm -hmm. always done these things. Every time I've ever done this, and and I've subscribed to the early ones from the very first one that was ever out there. Uh, all the way through the, the, the different things as it went on, I get myself in bad trouble real fast. Mm-hmm. That, uh, And I don't hide who I am. It's mm-hmm. my name with the name of the store. Um, wow, I get, I mean, they talk about my mother. And, uh, you know, you don't <laughs> have to bring in, holy God, it's it's bad. Well, I'm on there as Barry, too, guys. Okay. So, so far, I've been accepted. Yeah. Um, I have never been accepted, and I listen. I'm not going on there. I am am a big cigar geek, man. I can't get enough of it. That's why I do the radio show and, and cigar stores and uh, everything that I do for it. Uh, and I would love to be uh, doing that, but all I do is read them now uh, because every time I've ever done it, and I met well going on to it. Holy God, they came out of the woodwork uh, in hate, you know, and it, they seem like hate forums, not. Uh, good that they they're destroying everybody that that goes on. But in I, fairness, you haven't gone on Reddit, so no, I have it could not. be a different experience right. for you. I will go on today, but I'll go on as a as a reader until I if I feel comfortable enough to to jump in and do that. I don't know if that'll ever happen. So this is cigar number two. Now we got we got we do have the Zing event, and just uh, we only covered it a little bit about yeah. the sword thing. So there's three sizes of Zing. Yes. For all intent and purposes, there's a robusto. There's a Toro-sized torpedo, and then there's a Churchill. Which yeah. is the original nunchuck. Yes, it is. The Zing Churchill was the first cigar to be called nunchuck. Yes, it was. And that was a good five, six years ago. I don't want you to think this is a new cigar by any means, or that cigar was a new cigar by any means. This is not that cigar. Um, and it is not a nationally known cigar at all because it is a house brand for Two Guys Smoke Shop. I made it. It's the only place I believe that... that has it if we sold it off to some stores or something, maybe. maybe. But um, really, it's uh, I don't want to uh, promote it as a national brand or anything. We have it, and it's um, the folks at um, Grand Habano, George Rico, and his family to produce a cigar uh, for me. I thought it was just kind of uh, cute and gimmicky, like I like to be cute with, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the... Um, the band, you take the band off, and there's a, a fortune cookie uh, happening there. Which is pretty so awesome. There's three sizes of swords. You've got your full-size katana, then you have your middle-size sword, and then you've got basically an oversized dagger. So each box has its corresponding sword. Even though the big one is called nunchuck, you actually get the katana. And then the middle size is called katana, and you get the short sword, and then the small robusto size is something else. What's the other size? I don't remember. I don't remember either. AI? Yes. The AI. Ah. It's I. I. Whatever it is, yeah. So that size gets you the little size sword. See, I'm a geek. I was reading it as artificial intelligence. (laughs) You buy all three, you get all three swords, right? Not only that, but you also get, uh, get the stand to display them. Yeah. It's pretty cool. That's the home run. 
I don't know if we got anybody to get a stand yet. Based on the size of your sword, though, I do have a little bit of sword energy going on. As you should, my friend. <laughs> and I'll tell you this, I am 100% compensating <laughs> for something. The good news for me is, and I see all yours, your burn is perfect mm-hmm. on everything. You, I yep. can't see you, Chuck, perfect. Yep. Mine is not so perfect. So I've been batting a 1,000 here. Was my things put somewhere in the wrong place or something? All I know is my cigar and your cigar is much darker than Chuck's and Jonathan's cigar. Well, not granted. When, when cigars boxes. when cigars are put in a box, they're grouped together by right. coloring. We had to b- unbox twenty something boxes of cigars, take the the bands off them, put the which I didn't do. Ed did all this yep. and um, put the other band on them. They're grouped together in color sorted by box. Right. So there's so many different color variations. So you get a whole box of lighter cigars or darker cigars, and that's what we have here. And I know one of the employees at uh, Nashua listens to the show, or at least he says he listens to the show. But I know Pete helped Ed as well because there was yes. so much to do. Oh. oh, yeah. So I don't want Pete to think we left him out of it because we'll never hear the end of well, it. Well, that's okay. true, yeah. Pete. Nice job, Pete. And how is Pete doing? Pete's doing good. Looks like he's coming back full time. He had a knee replacement knee going replacement. on. So uh, he should be starting full-time this week. Former uh, pro baseball player, and uh, his knees are shot, yep. along with a lot of other parts. As you age, parts start to fail. Yeah, from, from abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, uh, Barry, you did a review on Zing. Before. Yeah, I reviewed, uh, I reviewed the Zing this week. It was one of the five cigars we reviewed. We try to review one cigar every day. Um, with the exception of last week, we didn't have a review on Thursday when we went to Mickey Blake's. Uh, but I reviewed the cigar on Tuesday, and I believe I gave it a 90 rating. 90? Yeah, it's it's a different cigar. Um, it's not your. It's definitely not a new school cigar. I mean, there's a lot of floral notes to it. There's a sweetness to it. It's an old school Maduro. Oh, yeah. Maduro's historically are supposed to be sweeter cigars. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the way this is cigar society is now, everybody equates dark with bold and bold with Flesh. strength. is in type. So the Zing Maduro is a throwback to what a Maduro cigar is supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, very sweet, very floral notes, some jasmine in there as well. Oh, jasmine. Yeah, it, was, it was different. It was different in a good way. It, and by a good way, I mean it seems like a lot of cigars are starting to taste the same. Yeah. Where the Zing had a very distinct taste that was enjoyable throughout. It's good. Good. Okay, it's time for uh, This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. 
Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Today is Saturday, September 20th, and cigar number two is Building and Strength. And the guys in the chat box are correct that this thing is starting to get heavy on me. Today is the birth date of Sophia Loren. Sophia Loren. Do you know who she is? Yes, I do. Okay. She's aged perfectly. Lovely Italian actress who won an Academy Award uh, in her films. Uh, Actually, she became the first actress to win an Academy Award in a foreign language in the United States for her role and did it in in an Italian language. Uh, she's a finalist in a beauty pageant in Naples at the age of 14. She played the voice of Mama Torpello in an animated movie, Cars 2, with Owen Wilson. She was also in Grumpier Old Men. Oh, really? I yeah. believe. Okay. She was born today. What year? What year was she born? Mr. Jonathan says? 1924. Barry? 42. 42. 49. 49. Mr. Jonathan will take it as 1934. And I noticed that we skipped over the fact that I am the reigning champion. Debatable. Debatable. It's not debatable. It's a fact. Jack. Today is the birth date of Arnold Red Auerbach. Ah. Red Auerbach, who died in 2006 as an American basketball coach for the Boston Celtics, known for lighting up a cigar before the game was even over to celebrate the victory, driving his opponents crazy. After he retired from coaching, he served as the president in the front office executives of the Boston Celtics until his death. As coach, he won 938 games and was the last man allowed to smoke in the Boston Garden. And when he did light up, he light up cigars that he got from me. Uh, he's a uh, customer, was a customer, and a speaker at Two Guys Smoke Shop's 8th anniversary. Nice. He was born today. What year? Uh, Barry, what do you got? 1908. 1908. 31. 1931. 06. 06. What did you say? 08. 08'll take the point. 17. 1917. So Barry and Mr. Jonathan died this day. Died this day. Oh, 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 oh. Can we rephrase that? You just said me and Mr. Jonathan died this day. No, Mr. Jonathan <laughs> it, it, are a tie. Okay. Uh, died this day. I, not to be confused with born this day. Jim Croce died today. Oh, what love year? Jim He's an American singer, songwriting, guitarist, born in 1943. With oh, a you single... just gave the, his age away. You said, I what, want to know what oh, year he, he died. died. He was born in 43. His singles, Bad, Bad, Leroy Bryan, Time in a Bottle, uh, both number one hits. Uh, he topped the charts. In Operator. The, uh, Operator, good. Jim Croce was killed uh, when a chartered plane traveling crashed uh, at takeoff. At the airport in Louisiana, he died today. Um, and this is um, actually there's a book being written about uh, this, which is um, uh, one of the bloggers out there. Uh, his wife, all right, is um, is doing a book, I believe, on it. I'm not absolutely positive if she she is or somebody that she handles. So I'm going to just leave it there in case I'm messing up here. I'm sorry, um, cigar Craig. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But Jim Croce died today. Chuck, when did he die? I have 1965. 1965. I got 74. 74. Very cheating. All right, I'll go with my original answer. Even though we're about to change it, we'll say 1985. What did you have, Chuck? I had 1965. 65 will take it. It's 73. One over. 
Everybody's up on the board, though. We have a three-way tie here. I still would have been over, by the way. I was going to change it to 76. All right, happened this day. Happened this day. The United States ends its don't-ask-don't-tell policy. Mm. You must notice, Mr. Jonathan, (laughs) allowing gay men and women to serve openly for the first time. It happened this day. What year, Barry? 2003. 2003, Mr. Ooh, I have 92. 92. 2011. So it would be Mr. Jonathan. Bam. Mr. Jonathan um, happened this day uh, in an address to a joint session in Congress in the American people. U.S. President George W. Bush declares war on terror. Declares war on terror this day. Chuck Morrison. Um, 2002. 2002. Mr. Jonathan. 99. 99. 2004. 99 will take it. It's 2001. Mm. And uh, I'm going to stop right there. Mr. Jonathan has taken the win. For the second time in a he row. He is the leading champion. This day in classic history is brought to you by Classic Cigars. All American classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic. And every cigar is priced under, get this, $3 per cigar. Under $3. Also uh, celebrating their birthday this week, Jose Dominguez. Big nice. big five zero birthday uh, this Thursday. John Hart from Drew Estate celebrated on Tuesday, thirty six years old. Uh, John Gazzaro from Oliva Cigars, another one of our reps, uh, turned forty five this Thursday. And Oscar Butler from Davidoff, uh, his birthday is tomorrow. So happy birthday to those guys! And if they want to make their way over to Two Guys Smoke Shop, we will cut and light a cigar on anybody's birthday. Uh, just a reminder: come in and visit Two Guys Smoke Shop, Salem, Seabrook, or National, New Hampshire, on your birthday, and we will cut and light a free cigar for you and anybody celebrating their birthday. So celebrate at Two Guys Cigars. It was not my birthday today, but I did have a cigar cut for me. Yes, you did. By Buck, what is it, Buck Tooth? <laughs> Adam? It is uh, Bucky San, I believe it was. Bucky San. Yeah, check out um, Two Guys Cigars, Two Guys Smoke Shop. Facebook.com slash Two Guys Smoke Shop Seabrook. Seabrook. And you'll see uh, Chuck getting uh, a samurai warrior <laughs> cutting his cigar for it. It's pretty funny. It lasts about a minute. It's definitely worth a minute of your time. Um, Cigar Journal. Let's look at Cigar Journal because the new Cigar Journal is out. And our good friend, Rafi Nadell, has made the cover. Yes, he has. It's awesome seeing him here. Mr. Old Fart Freddy himself. It is the overnight sensation, Rafi Nadell, 10 years in the making. He has certainly made it the number one cigar in the world, according to Cigar Aficionado in the free world. And um, here he has made it. So I'm glad to see him there. And uh, it's awesome. He's a, he's, a, he's a friend. He's a good guy, and uh, he deserves it. Uh, he got the cigar trophy uh, from them, and they put him on the cover uh, for his boutique blends, his aging room. So uh, mostly it was because of Old Fart Freddy. But this is uh, issue number three, 2014, $8 publication. This is their 20th anniversary. So they're no newcomer to the world of cigar, uh, but uh, 20 years they first were known as European Cigar Journal. Uh, today they are Cigar Journal, taking the European out of it. They are a publication actually printed in the United States, but bilingual in Germany and German and um, American uh, English. Um, with a motto, pure, premium, and worldwide. That is the publication. So uh, the big thing in there was the Cigar Trophy edition uh, with the winner of it, uh, Rafael Nadell, on the cover. Uh, from a Cuban asylum seeker to the master blender of boutique blends. Nice. 
So uh, it's great to see a lot of attention being uh, on there. So uh, what have you learned? I've hung out with Raphael a new number of times. We've interviewed him a number of times, and I did not know that Hochi Blanco at Tabacalera Las Palmas, where the cigars are made, yeah. they have a secret warehouse called Area Number One. I've been to his place so many times, and I do not know that. This is the area that he uses to collect and age small amounts of selected tobaccos grown from Habano seed. This is like his little experimental warehouse. He's been doing it since 1998. Is this underneath the steps as you come in in that warehouse that's under there? <laughs> they didn't have a map. Really? <laughs> X marks the spot. Because I went with the folks from Cigar Aficionado when I was down there a couple of years ago. Uh, I actually um, drove them down, and we went into underneath the steps where the tobacco was, and he actually wanted to know, the guy from uh, Scar Aficionado wanted to know about a certain tobacco, and he cut the bale open up. He goes, no, no, don't do that, because it was very old tobacco. And he pulled some tobacco out. He handed it to a guy, said something in Spanish, and 30 minutes later, we're at the conference table actually smoking the tobacco from it. So maybe that was that. They didn't say what the area was, but uh, I'm going to find out because I'll be there soon. So it explains why aging room tends to make, I think, this is my hypothesis, they tend to make cigars that are a little on the stronger side because they're pulling tobaccos from this area, number one. And in order to really age tobacco for that long, you really have to start with a higher priming and have a thicker tobacco because over time tobacco tends to thin out. So if you start with stuff that's too low of a priming, you run the risk of aging itself right out of existence. It'll, you'll get holes in it. Yeah. So... I just found that to be very interesting from the Rafael Nadell article. For me, I was, there was a lot of interesting things about the man. I didn't know he came over here on a raft. Yeah. Hmm. You know, he was part of the Cuban boat lift. Yep. yep. And when he landed on the shores, the first thing they gave him was an apple and a Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Wow. And he still drinks Coca-Cola religiously to yeah. this day. He says he comes home from a hot day, and on the uh, dining room table, if, if he ended up getting home very late or something, will be a can of Coke and an apple. That his wife leaves for him. That's nice. cool. He does it. He's got unbelievable stories, man. Heart wrenching stuff. Uh, he tells me some stories, and a tear comes to your eyes. Yeah. You get a story. So wow. he, he definitely epitomizes the American dream. Yes, he does. Absolutely. Um, you know, we were talking about in one of the emails you got was um, the Russian cigar. Yes. And it ends up. It turned out to be um, hammer and sickle. But reading through this magazine, there was a story on Total Flame. Which I've, heard, I've seen the company at the trade show. Yep. Uh, I thought the um, you know they had a pink cigar and total flame, and I'm like, what is this? You know, like yeah. two and, guys from Russia. Yeah, it's a Russian company. So I, I didn't know that. So. Yeah, I've met them a couple of times okay. at the Dominican Republic uh, at, at uh, La Aurora factory where they make their cigars. Huh. So, so I uh, I found the article on collecting. Uh, there were a couple things I actually disagreed with, and I know that they're an advertiser, and hopefully this doesn't ruin it for us. <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm going there. Uh, one of the things was that Cuban Davidoffs should be considered highly collectible, and I actually disagree under the premise that Zeno burned every single one that he had in his shop and but, vowed never to make a cigar bearing that name again. So if you're collecting it just to say, look at what I have, sure, but there was a reason why he burned every single one yeah. and refused to do business with Cuba because they weren't making a good product. Correct. So don't waste your money. Unless they had them before they ended up getting bad or something. It's more about the rarity, I think. Yeah. I had, and I paid daily for it, a Davidoff Dom Perignon 
that was highly sought after, and I had it. And I, after I got it, I saved it for many years. And then at one of our Christmas parties we had, I was looking forward to it, and that's what I smoked, and it was awful. It was tasteless. It was so aged. It aged all the flavor out of the yeah, cigar. Yeah, you went past the peak. Yeah, yeah. Peak. I mean, it was really nothing. What a disappointment it was. But, uh, you know, some like a fine wine or something, it meets its peak and whatever. It dropped off. That's to assume that it was real to begin with anyway, but I certainly paid dearly for it. Um, blind ratings. Um, I look, Topping the list of their ratings was the Davidoff... Art Edition 2014 at a 92. That cigar is good. Now, uh, I only smoked one because they're so expensive. The $35 cigar? Yeah. And uh, the other one was the Davidoff Nicaraguan Diadema, which I like very much. Which we have a review coming up shortly on thecigarauthority.com. Now, this is interesting. Padron 3000 gets the same rating blind as Davidoff Diadema. I have no idea how that happens. Are they actually blindfolded? No. They're not blindfolded. It's the only way I can see that happening, man. Because one looks so much prettier than the other? It's not even a contest. I mean, you'd lose points on aesthetics. And and I love Padron 3000. I'm not saying anything bad about it. But if you said maybe 64 Toro, I could say, all right, I could see them getting the same rating. But the two brands that consistently get the high ratings in every single publication is Davidoff and Padron. Davidoff and Padron. Uh, they both got it going on. I mean, consistent. Very consistent. So there's, there's something to the taste of a Davidoff, I mean to a Padron, that some of the regular stock ones, and let's not look at the anniversaries or the 26 that aesthetically are beautiful, but you go into the lower ones, uh, the 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, they don't look that beautiful, but they taste good. So does the look really matter? And I, I, I have to admit that I look at it from a buyer's perspective. You know, if, if Padron 3000 was handed to me as a, as a thing, would I buy it at the price? I certainly would. But would I compare that and put it in the same shelf? Well, if it was one versus two, like, are you looking at one and two and deciding which one you like aesthetically? I'm, lo- I'm, I'm looking at everything. 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 So um, if it was one versus two and it was Padron 3000 versus Davidoff the Edema, Davidoff the Edema all day long, right? I, I, I Aesthetically, to, for sure. I would have to say. Yeah. Uh, both Nicaraguan cigars, although yep. made in Dominican Republic, very different. And, and you know, as people, when we first came out uh, and started carrying Davidoff Nicaraguan, Padron people were lured, lured to it and said, no, it's not like a Padron. It is not like a Padron. It's not, not. supposed to be. It's a, it's a Davidoff Nicaragua. And that was my mistake, is yeah. thinking Padron when I smoked it the first time. Yeah. Uh, great story on the hygrometers. Hmm. Uh, I thought that was very interesting. Um, and um, the highlight of it, if you get this publication, page 111. That is the highlight of it. Just check it out yourself. Oh, you're not see. glossing over this hygrometer calibration thing. All right, go ahead. We're going to get into this a little bit. Well, we so, don't have a lot of time, so All right, there's three it. major methods. You've got the damp cloth method. You've got the humidity standards method, which has two different ways to go about it. So the basic premise is that at 59 degrees, a solution containing table salt yep. and water will produce 76% humidity level. And that's the, the way that you can tell whether or not your hygrometer is accurate or not. And I was always told it was 72. But I know that's what they said. This is what they Again, said. Again, as I'm looking at it, I'm talking to the magazine as I'm reading it, too, saying, yep. you know, answering what I thought was a little uh, off. I don't know. When, when I need to retest my, my hygrometer, I just throw it out and buy another one. There we go. 
Well, I'm not spending that much time to calibrate for a $20 device. If I start thinking it's off, screw it. Garbage, new one. And as a retailer, that's what I recommend, especially if you buy from (laughs) us directly. But if you want, well, some companies, hygrometer companies, say that if you attempt to calibrate their hygrometer using the damp cloth cloth method or the humidity standards method, that you will void the void the warranty. I'm contagious. You are contagious. You void the warranty. If you try to calibrate their cigar, their hygrometer using that method, they recommend the bag method, which is you buy a kit to, to, to do it. That they sell? That they sell. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Here we go. Just, just to hijack. It is a business, folks. Just to hijack this. Um, yeah. I think we're done with Cigar Journal, if I'm correct. We can be. Um, there's another magazine. It's more of a... a a trade magazine for store owners called Smoke Shop. Yes. And uh, our own David Garofalo is on the cover. Yes, there yeah. he is. Hey. He's, the thir- he's the third guy on the left. But the thing that was most interesting is what it says inside the magazine. And I'm going to attempt to read this. But it says, Garofalo has led the fight to protect premium cigars in New Hampshire through tireless efforts to differentiate cigars by composition, price, and definition. Resulting in unprecedented protection of cigars in the Granite State. Since the introduction of legislation to exempt premium cigars from a federal oversight, Garofalo has offered his leadership making numerous trips to Washington, D.C. to explain why premium handmade cigars should not be regulated and why they don't meet the intent of Congress with the Tobacco Control Act. To teach legislators the economic harm, the regulations would have for retail tobacconists and for premium cigar manufacturers in Latin America. He has also mobilized a national audience of his weekly Cigar Authority radio broadcasts to petition Congress and submit comments to the FDA to protect the freedoms of cigar smokers and makers. You've got a little bit of poo on your mustache. So I know, I know you don't you like got to... deep in there. I know you don't like to toot your own horn, Thank but... Thank you. Thank you. It's nice to see that you were recognized. It, it was an honor. I mean, that was the biggest honor they could do to recognize that, and, and hopefully that will make other retailers uh, take the jump jump in a plane and go there and fight and do it because uh, one person can't do it. It's, it's a lot of us, and there's a lot of people that weren't recognized that uh, will uh, eventually. That's Davidoff who put that to the, um, the award together. The Golden Band the Award. Golden Band Award. Who are, uh, I think it's a great, great thing um, that they do because they recognize retailers for uh, their efforts that they do. And as much as uh, Cigar Journal recognizes the brands and the and the cigar makers. There was never anybody to recognize the retailer. And listen, we only sell cigars for a living. We don't make them and all that stuff. But you know more than ever now that yeah. what goes into it is a lot more than just selling cigars. Is uh, protecting the rights of uh, cigar shops Everybody. across the country, yeah. not just in our state, not just in our store, but uh, we all have to fight for each other. So uh, every state should follow what you've helped accomplish here. With the New other Hampshire. members as well yeah. as the Cigar Association in New Hampshire. Yeah, so. yeah, and hopefully they they will. Have we it. gone to break at all? No, we got a break, guys. <laughs> oh all right, God. All right, we go, we're going to break. When uh, we come back. We're going to go into speed mode. Yeah, old fat Freddy. We got have in the aging room, and uh, we're going to give our professional opinions on cigar number one versus cigar number two, and lots more. Stick around, everybody. We'll be back in just minutes. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. All right. What does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as... Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? 
Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. I'll sign up today. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo from E.P. Carrillo Cigars, and you listen to Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailer Radio Network. And we're back, and uh, time has flown by. We are going to have, it may be the first extended show that we have. I know we'll lose the folks uh, uh, from our affiliates. From the affiliates, but um, we'll, we'll continue on this because we've got to get through what we've got to get through and uh, certainly take care of our advertisers at this time. So uh, right now, let's quickly uh, go to uh, Chuck Morrison. While you're enjoying life till its fullest, it's important to be debonair more of a gentleman how to be more debonair is gentleman chuck morrison do you need a gentleman gentleman i'm a gentleman you need a gentleman <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman ladies fasten your seatbelts. switch on your electronic devices And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never, no matter how hard you try, be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, real quickly, and I want to give a shout-out to our own Mr. Jonathan for passing along this tidbit about accurate thinking. Okay? Gentlemen thinking accurately. Accurate, Mr. Jonathan. Accurate thought involves two fundamentals. First, you must separate facts from mere information. Secondary, you must separate facts into two classes, the important and the unimportant. Only by doing so can you think clearly and accurately. In summary, the gentleman will not think or act on unimportant matters in their life. Um, you know, you want to focus on priorities. You want to focus on the important things in life, not get distracted by the unimportant. Is this arm wrestling? <laughs> is this on our arm wrestling championship? Okay. This, this is a debonair characteristic. The question always is, gentlemen, are you debonair enough? Obviously, I posed that. Debonair, is, so. is, is this we are going with this? No, it's not. I'd given this to him way before you and I had so, the so, argument that you lost. So, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. So uh, miss, me and Mr. Jonathan did the uh, challenge for the Tortured Up Tour for Camacho, and we arm wrestled. And when I was... Uh, Whining that your elbow still hurt. When I was in high school, I was, a, I was a champion. and um, A champion I, of arm wrestling? Yes. And I thought uh, I was really going to take him. I know he's younger than me and everything. And I said, I'm going to end up taking him. I gave it everything I had, and I lost. Fair and square, I lost. So later we were in the store, weeks later, and and, um, I think it was Dwayne brought it up that, um, well, Mr. Jonathan does have a much longer arm than you do. I have a short, short arm, and therefore the fulcrum... And where he's pushing down on it is going to give the guy with the longer arm a better shot. And I said, well, I agree that the guy with the – but still – And you're both he, wrong. And he said <laughs> quite the opposite, that your arm being shorter 
and uh, gives you the leverage. So you got to think, Chuck. If you imagine you're shoveling snow, okay, where you put the hand, mm-hmm. if you put it further down the shovel, you have more leverage. Well, you're than moving. If you put you're it, moving the fulcrum. Listen, closer, huh? listen. Yeah. Or you slide that hand further up toward the handle, it becomes more difficult. Yes. No question. Okay. Yes. The reason is now people think of arm wrestling as it's the part between your hand and the handle, but it isn't. The arm wrestling leverage is from your hand to where the load is. That's the part. The so load? If, what do you mean the load? The load, like the it's shovel snow. full of snow. So if your hand is closer to the shovel full of snow and you push down like on the, the handle. the whole argument, the load. It takes, <laughs> it takes less effort to push, to lift the snow if your right. hand is closer to the load. Right. If it's further from the load, it takes more effort. So therefore, in arm wrestling, the longer arm is pushing the load further away. Therefore, it's more difficult than the shorter arm, which is pushing the load closer. Which made a good argument, but we did continue to argue for a while, and I was probably less <laughs> gentleman, and that's what I thought he was going with. Oh, okay, it's okay. Not. I continue to make the argument, and as I think more of it, you may have something there. I'm not giving you the, the bell. I've studied this. Yeah? I've studied it. <laughs> but the fact is, he did beat I was the left-handed arm wrestling champion in high school. Not for the whole school, because not everybody would arm wrestle me, but I could go lefty, even against lefties. I could go either way, too. Didn't I, matter. Righty, I wasn't as strong. I'm left-handed, but I could do it both ways. You might want to go for an X-ray, Mr. Jonathan. My arm still hurts. You might have just broken your arm, patting yourself on the yeah. back. Nice. Uh, you beat good. a 54-year-old fat guy. Stop patting <laughs> yourself on the back. <laughs> I've never said anything about beating you. Yeah. I knew it was going to happen. All right. It's time to go into the aging room. And my apologies in advance to all our listeners. It's time to go in the aging room with old fat Freddy. <laughs> This isn't going to go well. It's yeah. time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, there is a little pill to aid in your bedroom performance, if you know what I'm talking about. In my day, getting a stiffy meant someone poured you a double drink straight up instead of a single on the rocks. Nowadays, kids want to grow up and be like the big unit, Randy Johnson. In my day, we all wanted to be like the babe. Nowadays, people pay extra for walk-in closets and get extremely happy when they come out of them. For some reason, I don't understand. In my day, there was no way to come out of the closet because they were simply not large enough to go into them in the first place. We were babe-loving, out-of-the-closet men with double-edged stiffies. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like aging room cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try aging room cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged. Some are not. Isn't it interesting that boys want to either hit or pitch, but not catch? Hmm. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Makes you, makes you think and say, hmm. It does. What was that? Things that Our make city you go, hall. Hmm. Our city hall. Our city yeah. Uh, so we were talking about Cigar Journal, and uh, it's Rafael Nadell on the cover. It is. I did read the story about him. He did not mention Old Father Freddy at all in this, uh, as, well, he, he, as he shouldn't have. He talked, about, he talked about his earlier part in life. I'm sure the next interview yeah. is going to be the next chapter, and it will be a It'll, it'll concern it, Old Fart Freddy. It'll include him. In, it's just amazing that he continues to run this commercial and uh, supposedly <laughs> likes it. But it's just amazing. Do you like venison? I do. All right. Well, there's an interesting little recipe if, uh, in the Cigar Journal uh, toward the back. Uh, 
page 116 for venison, venison schnitzel with red cabbage slaw, venison tartare, which is raw. Fuck. I love tartare. Venison, really? Especially tuna tartare. Oh, oh yeah. That's my. the bomb. Uh, venison ragout with chive spetzel. So yeah. I'm going to be trying those not out the, when I the, get my venison order this year. Why don't you man up, debonair up, make it and bring it into the show for us to, uh, to try. All right. All right. Before we lose our affiliates, um, we're going to stay on for a few minutes more, but let, let's get this out. It's cigar number one versus cigar number two. And, uh, and we're we? not picking a winner. I have mine. I'm not going to say it out loud. I okay. have already voted. You, oh, have. you have? I have. Okay. Um, you know, and, I, and the people jumped on the chat box right away thinking that I would not enjoy number one because it was full-bodied. Two. Uh, number two. Number two, because it was more full-bodied. It is more full-bodied. It didn't start that way. It built up in strength as it went on. I think when it hit the middle of it, I'm saying, wow, this is full-bodied. And then it kind of moved off. So it was a little... Backed uh, off quite yeah. a bit. So I, I liked it. I, I enjoyed it. It is... Um, it makes you wonder about full-bodied cigars if you were to not put them down and just continue going. Is it the fear that it's going to get stronger, or is it that it's as full-bodied as it is right then when you're smoking it? Hmm. A real full-bodied cigar actually makes gives me a stomachache. So uh, I don't enjoy it. Um, I have to taste them anyway because I have to figure it out. But when you get into really full-bodied stuff, it actually gives me a stomachache. This did not. Right. Um, as it was creeping up, you know, you I, get start, nervous. I get a little concerned, and I say, all right, it's creeping up on me, and we're going to see where this is going, and, uh, and then it backed off. So a little roller coaster ride of it, um, I, only because I know what some, what all the brands are, I have a good idea what this cigar is, so I'm going to okay. sh- just shut up at that point. Uh, Maybe you can divulge that off air. No. No? <laughs> <laughs> no, at the, at the end, and, and it's going to be not until um, November... 22nd, we'll reveal every single cigar that it was and tell you exactly how it went. And we may or may not tell you the percentages. Uh, we don't want to embarrass any brand or anything like that. I, I really thought that everything had a chance. That yep. was the idea of this. Everything has a chance to win it as opposed to, oh, this one's going to end up taking it all the way through. Every one of them is, is a good I'm, cigar. I don't want you to be nervous. I'm not going to say anything about what, which one I like better. But I thought when I let this that I had an idea. Then it both, changed. Both of you said, yep. I've made my mind up right after Then it lit. changed, and now it's changed back. For me, the most important thing in a cigar is complexity. So the more complex cigar got my vote. Which is going to always go to a fuller-bodied cigar, and that's, you know, you tend to not like shade wrapper cigars yep. and stuff. Um, uh, but I think there's a whole new world of shade cigars. You, get, you have uh, people out there like Papin Garcia and E.P. Carrillo making complex shade wrap cigars. So, you know, things have changed out there, folks. I will don't, say, don't though, predetermine anything. I have access to the voting results, which yeah. I will share with you when it gets time to get ready to ship number two, yeah. the segment number two. Um, with about 10% of the votes in. Don't I give have, the answer. No, I have, sh- I have sided to the majority. Oh, all right. And again, people vote where? No, you can't I, Well, it's a cigarauthority.com slash voting, but the people that are in it got a password. Okay. You need that password to get in it. Okay. And the people that are voting are not skewed either. They don't see how people. Right. We hit the percentages. 
Um, we set it up where a person can only vote once. Nice, good. And uh, you have to be. We're, we're doing this as clean as we can. Yep. So we can really um, have fun with it. So so the people can really have fun with it and determine what it is. Dave, real quick, if you just want to say goodbye to our uh, radio affiliates. Okay, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority and the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Keep the lid end out of your mouth. See you next week. <laughs> and, we're, okay. and we're still on. And this is this hasn't happened before. We've gone to uh, a pregame thing, but uh, we we didn't uh, take care of things that we had to. Uh, take care of, so uh, we want to do that. I think the majority of the people catch us um, via computer anyway. Yeah, through, via, via Podbean or iTunes seems to be the majority. Yeah. So um, did you catch the article on cutters in yes. Cigar Journal? I found it interesting, and I I have to say I think Cigar Journal's the bomb. Mm. It is about cigars, everything, cutters, lighters, hygrometers. I'll say I, this: I never picked it up because of the half English, half German. Yeah, to me, yeah. that was a huge turnoff. But I think it's the best written magazine. Oh, to well, it reads twice as fast, I'll tell you that. <laughs> and you learn another language while you're doing it, too. <laughs> and it's not a movie star who smokes a cigar every once in a while on the cover. It's yeah. a cigar guy yeah. every single time. Cigar star. On there. This is a real cigar magazine, and, and they're not out there on, uh, enough that uh, it, it should be looked at as, as the world best cigar magazine. And I don't want to take away Cigar Aficionado because they actually made a cigar boom. They put uh, the cigars on the map. Yeah, they, they took it to a d- different level, and they deserve all the pats on the back they can. But they got away from it. They got away. They became more of a lifestyle magazine, some cigars. And believe me, I still look at it and appreciate it for what it is. But if you're a cigar geek and you want to know everything about cigars, this is the one, Cigar Journal. And even cigars that we don't have available to us. That um, De Silva, of Flor De Silva, which was uh, basically a European-based cigar. Just coming to the United it's States. Just now coming to the United States. I still haven't smoked the thing. Next time you're in Nashua, the, the good people at Flor De Silva, who one of my dear friends is now the national sales manager. Who's that? Uh, Gabriel Alvarez. Okay. I used to manage a shop called Neighborhood Humidor in Miami, Florida, where I used to hang out every night. Okay. Um, before I wound up at another shop. Um, Really they, nice. they threw you out for taking your pants off? No, nah, I found another shop where they, they spoke English all the time, so I didn't feel like a total outsider. Um, but he's not a national sales manager, and he sent me about 20 cigars. So the next oh, really? Time, okay. Next time you come by, we'll, we'll light one up. It, they talked about this for years. They talk about this brand all the time, and they gave it an award also, yep. uh, and now they're in the United States. I, I, I'm uh, um, dying to try it, and... Do they have their own factory? or They, they have their own factory, really? and uh, I believe it's Honduras. Don't hold me to that. Uh, it's definitely in Central America. Um, Maya Selver Cigars is the name of the company. Yeah. And Flor de Selver is one of their big brands. Yeah. I, I'm dying. To, did you try, Jonathan? I did not. No? Okay. Barry doesn't always share things with me. <laughs> They're sitting there right on my desk, I which is like basically reach... your desk because we share, like, a long desk. I don't like to reach over onto your side. No, you I don't you like always, you reach it on my side. You always side. reach around Touch all the time. Sure. <laughs> i got to keep slapping your hand. Oh, boy. There we go. Uh, Tom Luzuka from Asylum Cigars. October 4th, he'll be in here and tell us uh, what's new with his company and where they're headed. And we're going to try to get as much information as we can from him uh, going forward. We have lots of events and promotions coming up. The Davidoff Golden Band Dinner is going to take place um, September 24th. Is That is this... Thursday? Wednesday. This Wednesday? This Wednesday. 
Last chance to get tickets will be this weekend because this Monday we've got to give our count. Yes, so that's the end of that. So um, um, last chance if you're interested and you're catching the show right now, you're going to have to come down or, or call uh, to get a ticket. It's $100, and uh, you'll get three Davidoff cigars and a great dinner at um, the folks at the Lanham Club, which is a private uh, membership club. You can't go there unless it's this event, uh, and uh, check that out. Um, as I said earlier, um, Casey Johnson popped in on us, um, on me yesterday. Uh, we spent a couple hours with him, and um, we were talking about uh, Tatuaje and uh, the event we're having with them. We will have them here on Saturday, October 11th, at the Seabrook store all day long. And that night, we're headed over um, at 6 o'clock. Yep, yep, in Nashua. Leaving here at 5, six. going to Seabrook, um, yep. to Nashville for 6. And at that event, we're going to smoke uh, three different cigars that you cannot buy from Tatuaje. No, they were all from your uh, personal collection. Yes. You got the Tatuaje M80. You got a Cabaguan from 05 or 06, depending which box it came out yeah. of. And a Verite, the original release from... 2009. 2009. Nice. Impressive. Yeah, this is uh, limited to just 50 people only because I only had 50 of one of the cigars. So that's where we have to stop it off there. There are tickets available. Uh, It should be a great night. Uh, We're going to have food, uh, Italian buffet. We're going to have a band, which I haven't picked the band yet. Uh, I was asking his brother, what, what do you think for type of music and stuff? And he says, Pete likes all kinds of music. Don't let that bother you. Mm-hmm. I know he's a big music guy, so I don't want to end up bringing something in. And he goes, oh, my God. you know." Right. So Maybe um, maybe we can get the uh, band Hung Jury back together. And I'm not going to say any more on that, but the two Tatuaje fans know what I'm talking about. Okay. Hung Jury. Yeah. I don't think it'll ever happen, but. Yeah. And maybe we can get Pete to go up there and play a little. Yep. Um, the following day is Sunday, October 12th. We're doing something for the first time. Hopefully, we'll do it all the time, which is Man's Best Friend event. The Man's Best Friend event is you bring your dog to the Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua. Outside, we're going to set up some uh, uh, little areas. Your leash on your dog, which uh, must be leashed, is your ticket to get in. And we're going to have uh, hot dogs on the barbecue for the uh, patrons. We are going to have dog treats uh, from um, one of the manufa- from one of the uh, manufacturers who make dog treats. Help me out here. Uh, chasing your leash. Chasing your tail. Chasing your tail. Thank you. And Brothers Butcher is providing the uh, butcher shop, is providing the um, food for the humans. The wieners. I'm thinking we should have gone with Bratwurst. We could have called the event Bitches and Brats. And then um, we're going to have uh, free cigars for the people that want to take their dog for a walk and have a cigar. Actually, we have a customer who came in. You were there? I wasn't there. No. Who came in, uh, maybe it was yesterday. And um, the, um, my God, I can't remember his first name, but the, the nephew of C.O. Jones. Dan Jones. Dan Jones. Dan Jones come in. He lost 100 pounds. And I go, Dan, you're looking damn good. What the hell did you do? He said, well, you ready for this? I've been waiting to bump into you to tell you what I did. He said, I lost 100 pounds by smoking two cigars a day. Wow. And he says, I really didn't change my diet much at all. Wow. But I smoked two cigars a day, and I lost 100 pounds. He says, come on, ask me. And I said, yeah, how do you do it? Because I smoke about five a day, (laughs) and I gained seven pounds last week. What's the trick here? And he says, I light a cigar, and I walk. 
and I walk until I finish the cigar. I light another cigar and walk back. And I do it every day. I smoke two cigars, and I lost 100 pounds. There's a diet for you, the Cigar Authority Diet. Right on. So I said, really? He says, I, and I told my doctor, and the doctor said, give up the cigars. And he says, if I give up the cigars, I'm going to put the 100 pounds back on. And I'm not going to give up the cigars yeah, stand anyway. up to the doctor. They're Let's idiots put they tell you to give up the cigars. Let's put treadmills in your office <laughs> and, and my office, for lack of a better word. Yeah. And we can walk the treadmill while we smoke cigars. Well, I have a treadmill. You can set up for customers. I, I don't know where I'm going to put my winter coats because that's where they hang on. <laughs> Forget golf simulators. Set up some uh, treadmills. <laughs> really? It's, it's the battle of the bulge. It continues, and I'm having a hard time with it. Diamond Crown Experience will be live October 18th. We're going to actually do it live. Last time we taped the show, but we'll actually do it live and cross our fingers from Tampa, Florida. And unfortunately, Barry will not join us. He's going Maybe to have the Maybe you can record. Off. We can pre-record your cigar news for that one, and then you'll be okay. there like Chuck is with his debonair. It'll probably take eight or nine takes, or we can right. just leave the stutters in it so I'm like, it's in. like I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that'll be October 18th. Uh, we move on to the Rocky Patel Prohibition event. We'll have uh, the folks from Rocky Patel here. It won't be Rocky Patel, but it'll be Max. Max. Nope. And there's the... Uh, and the, the girl. <laughs> what's her name? I forgot her name. Jessica something. Yeah, Jessica Tynan. Yeah. She's uh, the brand ambassador to that. All He's I can say is, wow. Yeah. She's on. Wow. She is a legitimate model, right? Yes. She's legit. She's in all the uh, Rocky Patel Prohibition ads in the magazines. Yeah. So she's coming down, the Prohibition Cigar of Cigars in Mason Jars, uh, showing the prohibition of alcohol and what's happening to the prohibition of cigars. So he's got this, his little hook, and Rocky Patel's been a fighter for all of us uh, from the get-go, and uh, we jumped on the brand for what it stands for, basically. Um, do we even have a sample of that? I did. I think we had a paper band sample. Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah, paper band sample. Pretty good cigar. Okay. Um, and again, on November 22nd, we will reveal the blind taste test, every cigar of how it went through, and it'll be interesting. That'll be, whether this was an interesting show or not, that show will be interesting because we can really get into what ended up happening with it, and you'll, you'll, you folks will have your thoughts, and maybe we'll have information. Do they have a place when they vote or something to write any comment or anything down? On the bottom of the page, they can put in comments via the yeah. regular commenting system. All right, so I, I urge you to do it because maybe we'll talk about some of those comments you say during it uh, because it, as the cigar goes forward and you smoke it again, maybe you'll have a different thought of it. It, it ought to be interesting. Uh, following that show on November 22nd will be uh, something interesting we do every year that we've done for, my God, since 1992. Uh, the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. I can't believe the year is over, it's crazy. It's over already, but we will tell you uh, what we think are the best cigars of 2014. We'll reveal that the following show, November 29th, which one of the, that'll be the uh, day after Black Friday. Uh, we will have the folks from Hammer and Sickle on. Um, they will not be a contender this year. Correct. Um, because they had no new product. Double Eagle, but it won't be out in time, and it's so limited. It's a it limited. Count. It automatically doesn't make it. We'll get into the criteria of what, what we do and why we do it. I think we got it down. 
um, that we, we it shouldn't be a cigar that's been out for many, many years or anything right. like that. But we'll get into all those reasons why. But um, those will be the contenders. One of those cigars on uh, the day before Super Bowl, Super Bowl Saturday, I like to call it, is when the cigar of the year, the, the original first cigar of the year that ever happened since 1992, will get revealed at that point. But it will be one of those cigars in there. You can participate in that because you can simply buy that sampler pack of uh, contenders, or you can buy those same exact cigars because they're readily available at any brick-and-mortar store. So I urge you to do that first. Right. If, if there's some of them that don't carry that and you need to do it otherwise, but you go to that brick-and-mortar store, that, your favorite brick-and-mortar store, buy those exact same cigars. Brick-and-mortar is where it's at. Buy the exact same sizes and determine uh, what you think that, that is. We determine that by your votes. We also determine that that's not the key. It's not just the uh, um, popularity contest at right. all. Uh, one of the main criteria becomes how you vote with your wallet. We talk about that, that, you know, you may say you like brand one better than brand two, and then you, you buy brand two all the time. Really, your vote is to brand two because that's what you're, you're paying with your wallet. So that, that's a big part of uh, what happens there. Uh, got anything else of uh, what's coming up or what, you, what we need to? Oh, we got to go to new cigars hitting the shelves. Yeah, we had three new cigars coming to Two Guys Cigars yeah. this week, three shops in New Hampshire, and twoguyscigars.com. Two of the cigars come from Cuba Rica, and the first is a cigar that we mentioned a few weeks ago on the Cigar Authority. Barabbas, who's a prisoner that was freed by the Romans um, with, uh, when Christ was... He was uh, actually freed by the Jews. They demanded Barabbas. They demanded it, and the Roman emperor at that time gave in. Pontius Pilate. Yep, Pontius Pilate released them. And uh, the cigar is called Barabbas. But what a lot of people don't know about Barabbas is he was so moved by the crucifixion of Christ that he later gave his own life so one of the disciples of Jesus could live. And so um, he didn't rot in hell. Yep, so the Barabbas is a limited edition cigar, limited to 15 shops nationwide. 33. 15 shops? 33 cigars with 30, 15 33 shops. shops. I believe he's right. Yeah, all right, 33, 33 shops. shops. Oh, you know what it might be? Like, we have three shops. Oh. It could be so three, it could 15, be 15 stores. Yeah, yeah. Right. But it's 50 accounts that have 33 shops. shops. And it's one size, 5.5 by 54, features an Ecuadorian Habano over non-disclosed binder and filler. It was reviewed this week on thecigarauthority.com, and it got a 94 rating. It's very good. Um, another cigar also from Cuba Rica is Spirit of Art, which is a cigar that celebrates the life of Art Colasho, who was a philanthropist friend of brand owner Stephen Adib. The cigar features an Ecuadorian Connecticut over binder and filler, which once again were not disclosed. They come in boxes of 10, available in three sizes. And the interesting thing about Spirit of Art is a portion of all sales from the manufacturer is donated to the St. Jude's Children Research Hospital. Nice. Unbelievable. Nice. Very, very nice. Now, Dave smoked one this week, and I think you were rather impressed. I smoked the Spirit of Art. I haven't smoked mm-hmm. the Barabbas before. I smoked the Spirit of Art for two years. Okay. Every time he would see me, he'd give me one because the first time I smoked it, I said, holy God, this is unbelievable. When are you coming out with it? Soon. Soon took two years. And he wanted it to be perfect. I actually met... Um, the uh, Art's brother uh, at the trade show this yep. year came over and uh, introduced himself to me, and uh, I hear he was an unbelievable guy. Everyone loved him. I had no idea who he, who he was or anything, but he was a retailer. Okay. And uh, 
Stephen loved him so much and decided, let me make a cigar uh, for him and give the, the money to charity that he would like, which uh, St. Jude, hey, is, as we say, is, is fantastic. Well, I believe the story is that he, when he died, he left a widow with two kids. So there was a... Uh... Yeah, I guess a lot of people helped him out. Yep. I lit up number one also. Well, there was one more cigar yep. that came in this okay. week. We had a temporary U- UPS driver yesterday. And he came in just as I was getting ready to leave. Oh. And uh, it was the La Boheme from Rafael Nodal's Aging Room oh. Cigars. Yes. Uh, named after the 18th century opera by Puccini, the cigars feature an Ecuadorian Habano over Dominican binder and filler. The cigars are a small batch production. However, they will be a regular production. They come in three sizes at twoguyscigars.com and Two Guys Smoke Shop. And they have a retail price between 12 and $14. And uh, I, I Facebooked you to see if I could grab one of those, but you had already gone. No, they're here. Oh, really? Yes. You're the man. You're the man. I wanted to smoke that, too. Great. Uh, cigar number one and cigar versus number two. I'm smoking both of them now as I got down. I'm, I'm nubbing them both. I like them both. I've made my mind up, too. Okay. Especially when I did this. Now I end up deciding what I'm going to do. Uh, next week, we'll be at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and roses are red, violets are blue. Barry has a poem for you. A whole book of poems about cigars. We're going to talk about that. we got blind taste tests, three versus four. And uh, with FDA uh, and compliance going on, consolidation is happening. And uh, we're going to give you the inside scoop of brands that are lined up to be sold. Some of these that we will reveal to you may shock you. They will blow your mind. So uh, it, it ought to be interesting. Remember, folks, this show and every show of the Cigar Authority is absolutely free and worth every penny. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, sorry for going over, but uh, for Mr. Jonathan, for Barry Stein, for Chuck Morrison, I'm David Garofalo. You've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And, folks... When you're smoking, you're number two. Always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll be back next week on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And this is a friendly reminder that if you're enjoying the content presented here on the Cigar Authority, please consider leaving us a rating or review on iTunes. We always appreciate when you tweet out links to the show or mention us on Facebook. We'll see you next week right here on the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire. 
Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie. 